And welcome back to another episode of Protein Ramblings. It's more chase time. Yeah, lightning strikes, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, we're on the last 15 episodes. Yeah, I think hype as well. Yeah, like, totally. Like we, so we had an interlude episode last week since uh, Mike wasn't about. Well, uh, we had a week off last week since Mike wasn't about, and I was playing lots of Final Fantasy. And the week before that, we talked about Akira, which was better than we remembered it. Definitely. And this time, we're back to watch some more Jace which is not better than I remember it. This is exactly how I remember it. <laughs> I actually barely remember it, thinking about it. I think about all the 50 episodes. Usually you'd be like, I remember, like with Transformers maybe, there were hundreds of episodes, See, but I could probably be like, I remember this one. I mm-hmm. definitely do remember Jace. And it, it, like, this is how into Jace I was when I was a kid. When I told my mum that I was doing a podcast about old cartoons from the 80s and 90s, the first thing she said was, Jace and the Wheel Warriors. <laughs> what? Yeah, wow. I, I was proper into this as a kid, which oh, is why. I, mean, yeah. I, I have trouble retaining the memory of these episodes from one day to the next, let alone for like 20 odd years. But they're so unforgettable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not the same generic story arcs that every child's <laughs> kids, or kids cartoon had around this time. There are some standouts, but I think oh, from yeah, my definitely. childhood, I, I remember less than 10% of these episodes. Yeah, I yeah, I mean... No, 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 ow, 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 ow. KG, new kitten, as... I mentioned in the Akira episodes. This, climbing me like a This is going to happen a tree. lot. Yeah. Climbing, it sounds like it should be an innuendo. I feel like it probably is. I was, a climbing frame is what I was actually trying to <laughs> recall. See, I can't even recall words from day to day. So, we are back with episodes 51 to 55 of Jace. And the first one we're kicking off with is episode 51, Armada. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got this one, Beauty is the Beast. It's like, <laughs> this has the hottest, like, side side guy, bad guy out of any episode we've had so far. Oh, what, Rackathon? No, it's, no, it's no the Beast, the beast dude. Oh, Rackathon's the... Rackathon's advisor. Oh, who's, oh, who's like, sexy, blue-eyed... Oh, you mean... Oh, you mean... <laughs> yeah, the, he's got amazing Na- eyebrows. Do like, Nauk, Chewbacca Nauk or wannabe. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, the, drop, the guy's red. got a strong yeah, the, fucking chin. The drop, like Naomi said. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, the, the, the one that the guy that basically gets away scot free and uh, we assume yeah. continues to keep you it. Know, I mean, you know what Chekhov's gun is? Yeah. This is like the anti Chekhov's gun. So we start with Jace meeting a, like a wolf rabbit man. I don't know what he was meant to be an animal alien. Um, I called him a fox man. Yeah, yeah like yeah, a desert yeah. fox. He has really big wispy ears. Mm. This opens up like Jace is doing a fucking drop Yes, by. it's another one that's really shady. Like they're in a dark, enclosed room. Nobody else is around and they're exchanging goods in a really like furtive manner. I like um, the fox guy's wearing like a balaclava. Like yeah, a he's, he looks jer- like a proper jerkin balaclava. Generic space rebel. Um, so or space drug dealer. Yeah, <laughs> so he... Um, he gives Jace uh, a, a tape, an analog tape, which I loved. Like, this is the far-flung future, but we still have cassette tapes. It's the far-flung far future circa the 80s. Everything was still... <laughs> They're like, we'll still have cassette tapes, right? How could you improve on that? But he also gives him a root sample which they're talking about, like, this is the, the new Monster Mind route that, you know, the Lightning League needs to know about. So they, they take, he takes this stuff, and then the Monster Minds crash him. Uh, the shady dude uses, like, a flashbang to distract the Monster Minds, which allows Jace to escape. Uh, Jace tries to get him to come with him, but he's like, no, I have to carry on with my mission. And it, it kind of ends... kids I need to sell drugs to. <laughs> well, this is the thing. I thought he was going to come back will be a bigger deal, because this scene kind of ends with just a shot of this guy, Jowl, I think his name is. Jowl. Jowl. And he just has, like, the most... Jowl. Suspicious... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. expression on his face. He looks yeah. really I, sinister. I was like, I thought they were setting him up to be the trap, right? He's yeah, the trap already. Exactly. I thought well, that you'd be you'd look sinister too if you were a fox. For all because sin- Sinister Wolf has put me off all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't yeah. trust any space canines. <laughs> Damn you, Sinister Wolf. <laughs> so anyway, Jace escapes. Did you know how he escapes? I mean, I didn't he just jumps up down, into but... the uh, into no, some warehouse he, rafters. He can't create a rockfall, so he creates a barrel. Oh, <laughs> yes. Actually, a very very canyon lean five episodes we're in. For. Mm. Apart from the well, we'll get to that. There's yeah. one bit, but exactly in five episodes, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're still very light on ring use overall as well. Yeah, there's yeah. not much tool. I think. No, is, I know. Is, is this because Jace is growing as a person and a leader? You said that to me, and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> the writers are forgetting that it exists. Like, oh yeah, he's got a MacGuffin, <laughs> shit. No, um, see, he gets a bit of W use later on that we'll go over. Yeah. <laughs> so Jace takes his, his cassette tape back to the Pride of the Skies and they're watching the footage and it's uh, like, a, like a pilot's cam footage of what are called Madness Vines. It's a planet overrun with these very Lovecraftian lamprey mouth Madness Vines whose thing is, when you look at them, you go mad. Well, no, they give off madness waves. Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically that, right? <laughs> like no, because the no, because the, the, the lightning footage. league physically, like, we'll call it, but they physically dodge the, the that's the right. Yeah, they have to get under them. Yeah. Did you um, uh, did you know how these madness vines were created? Well, didn't Gillian say it's a mutation? Radiation. Yeah, yeah. radiation. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't it like another solar flare type thing. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. the same as the monster mines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, it seemed like this was kind of a. A mutation. I don't know if it's meant to be a mutation of existing monster mines or a mutation yeah, no. of vines. I thought it was a recreation of vines. Oh, no, yeah. no, no it, 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 it is a right. variation of the monster mines. Because, because Gillian definitely sample. says it's a mutation. Yeah, it's, it's a, a bit like, um, you know, Superman had all the different kryptonites because this one was radiation from a red star. Yeah. And mm. The, the Sawboss one was a yellow star. So No, black star. Was it a black star? Oh, oh yes, black it light. was, yeah. Black mm. light. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, By the black so, light, I go. KG, I can feel <laughs> you from my angle. Sorry, you can tell us for a while since we've been together. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, like, I've just got images now in my head of Sawboss going down the shop for 10 fags and some crystals. Like, by the black light, I go to Tesco's. <laughs> <laughs> this meal deal is a nuisance. I will destroy it. So, anyway, they're, they're discussing that Sawboss has provoked a, a local warlord into sending his armada after them and that he's going to use these madness vines to take out the pilots, I guess, because the idea is that they're going to steal the ships and the weapons. The name of the local warlord, though, is amazing. Ragathon. Yeah, so I've written Rackathon. Rackathon, Rackathon, yeah, Rackathon, yeah, Rackathon. Rackathon. Yeah, I'm thinking of Ragnarok. So, uh, Herc knows of this warlord. He says he's the leader of a people called the Tengu, which is also a type of Japanese demon. So I oh. I actually wrote this down as the Tenga. Tenga is something else Japanese. It's a sex toy. Yeah. It's a brand of sex <laughs> toy. It's, a, it's the Japanese fleshlight. No, the Tengu is like the, the big red-faced, huge-nosed demon thing. Well, thing. now I know how both of your minds work. Yeah. <laughs> I just um, watched a lot of videos that have involved Tengas recently and not like, I mean, YouTube videos <laughs> like, and, like Jesus Christ. Coincidentally, not on purpose. <laughs> they're not like the main feature. <laughs> not that it matters. So yeah, Herc says that, that you know, these people, their kind of, their whole life is is war and honor and they're not going to believe Jace's or the Lightning League's warnings about Sorbos. We then get a quick Sorbos monologue and he explains his plan to drive the Tengu Armada mad and then take their ships and weapons. So I guess the plan is the Vines will, because th- this footage they show initially, it cuts out and the the understanding is that the pilot has gone mad and crashed. So they're going to yeah. have a bunch there's of crashed, basic- crashed ships. Yeah, there's basically the a entire planet engulfed in these mm-hmm. madness Vines. 
And I, I thought they were trying to use the ships to get away, basically. They were going to try and drive them mad so they could get their they want friends the, on the ships to spread, basically. Yeah, they want to take control of the Armada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We then come back to Lightning League, uh, where we find Flora and Gillian are examining the root sample. Now, this really annoyed me because like, they all they know about this thing is that it drives people mad with some kind of pheromone, ray, emittance. Ray. Uh, and so Gillian is like, well, Flora, you've got plant telepathy. Why don't you, you know, use it on this madness vine? I'm sure it'll be fine. And of course, it's not fine. And then he's like, oh my God, I had no idea. I'm so sorry. It's not fine, but it sounds like she's really enjoying she it. She does sound like one of my later notes is orgasm noises. She's moaning sensually. <laughs> she's really into it. But it, yeah. But you're right. Then at the, afterwards, Gillian's like, oh, I didn't think the madness How could we have would affect it? you like that. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's like, this is all you know about this vine and this girl is it makes people mad and she communicates telepathically with plants like this is not a good combination ever it couldn't be (laughs) it's like how could we have guessed but anyway they carry on towards the home planet of the tengu people which i believe is called korvax and they are intercepted by the uh by rakathon's son uh akir it's like the prince of the planet and they're they're kind of warned to back off um but jace decides that no they're just going to carry on they're going to plow through the the ring of ships protecting the planet you look like in the yeah, so, th- no, no, I'm not going to contradict <laughs> you. I just want to elaborate on this scene a bit more. So what happens is Prince Akir messages them. Jace is like, I want to come down and warn you about it. He's like, no, fuck off. If you keep proceeding, we're going to fire on you with our battle cruiser." And Jace's plan is to run past the battle cruiser so they are in between the battle cruiser and their ground base so their battle cruiser can't fire on him. But the ground base has anti-air cannons. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, did you not think that this militaristic, renowned militaristic people might have anti-air? Of course he didn't. He's Chase. He was just like, no, fuck it. I want to do the thing. We're going to do the thing. It was, And then it's just like, it's pure look that Prince Akira is like, oh, I kind of like respect this guy's I thought there was balls. A, a little bit of like a, a spark between Akira and Jace. I think something could have developed there if, if there'd been more time. Some really um, interesting um, etymology here, or etymology, I always forget which one it is, but like, is it called anti-space? Because <laughs> they're actually in space and like, you know, spaceship. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess aeroplane. The space, space is still in the air in comparison to the ground. Yeah. Mm. I'll leave AS. it up to the military. Maybe, yeah. one, maybe in a life. Maybe, Trump, maybe, maybe Trump's space force will... Yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah, they'll have yeah. all the answers, yeah. The space wall. So yeah, so the Lightning League just decide to, to fly through and land on the planet despite this warning not to. And Akir is like, they're either very brave or very foolish. We already know the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, completely. So uh, once they've landed, Herc says that they should go out in all their vehicles because Tengu will respect this show of like their weaponry. I guess it's a sign of honor of kind of like, hey, look, here's all our, here's all our ship. This so, place is Texas, basically. And has yeah, o- o- open carry law is actually mandatory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they drive out and Jay's tries to warn the prince about Sorbos, um, which, which the prince takes quite personally. You know, he's a little bit like, are you implying that we can't beat up some plants or whatever? Um, and he orders them to surrender all their weapons and vehicles. No, they instigate escape plan B, which this week was water cannons, which I don't think we've seen before. No. <laughs> just blast the Tengu's vehicles with water cannons and then Drill Sergeant digs a tunnel for them to escape through. And then is it the is it and the then trailblazer. trailblazer trailblazer yeah, yeah just sits on the hole that they've on. made so that they so can't good. follow <laughs> that's that has been his main job if he's not punting something he is standing in the way I don't know why I'm saying he they were standing <laughs> in the way of whatever it is I mean it's a vehicle surely it's a she 
Mm. I don't know. They, they've got kind of male voices. I know they're like kind of computerized, roboticized, but they definitely seem male to me. The vehicles no, they when they're all like command ignored. No, it's definitely female. Voice. Really? It's more Siri than anything else. I, I guess this is one for the, the viewers to decide. <laughs> so the Tengu people and the prince pursue the Lightning League and one by one, the Lightning League are taken out. Do you uh, notice how like the Tengu planet was all like oriental theme? Yes. As yeah, well. Well, like, all and the there was a lot of um, Japanese. A lot of bird imagery, which made me think that actually the Tengu name, they maybe had put a little bit more thought into it than just like, oh, that's a word that sounds foreign, that'll do. Um, no, no, a lot of... no, they didn't. <laughs> okay. Kiri, it's it's the like Jace writers, no, they didn't. Yeah. You remember the Battle of the Planets helmet? That yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he, Prince Akir had one like that as well. Mm-hmm. G-Force. I don't think I've seen that. What, Battle of the Planets? G-Force, no, G-force no. and Battle of the Planets no, at the same time. No, I, I haven't seen either of those things. Okay, well, that's one. Oh, for, well, oh my one. God. Yeah. <laughs> like, Definitely. And the thing is, you have to watch the 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 recut US, like Western version versus the Japanese original version mm. as well. So, yeah, so one by one, the, the Tengu take out the Lightning League, take out their vehicles. They're under orders just to capture them. The prince doesn't want them killed off or anything. He just wants them. It's quite like a battle scene as well. Like, they buzz around some wheels. Yeah, 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 it's pretty They intense. really chop down the Lightning League. So, yeah. use this bird beak thing to peck a wheel out as well. Well, this is where I took umbrance with some of the events here because since when were the Lightning League's vehicles actual have actual tires? We've never seen anything <laughs> like they're like tank tread. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're like moon buggy tires, you know, that are metal. Yeah, um, yeah. They're not. Frames. Yeah, they're not inflatable tires apart from now when they need to be for plot contrivance. Well, there's your answer. That's <laughs> that's why it's happened. But yeah, the the Tengu, Tenga people have some cool like tanks with, mm. port, like basically they've got tanks with arms. Yeah. And then Prince Akir's got like a hover bike with, if you think the old Roman chariot battle thing or like Dick Dastardly and his <laughs> like the spikes, spikes coming out yeah. the side. So yeah, he's got basically a Dick Dastardly hover bike. Yeah. So eventually only Jace is left and he's kind of making his way to, I I mean, I guess what is the main palace? I don't know how he knows this. Because it's the biggest well, the building. Giant black crow. The giant black crow <laughs> that he breaks, that he yeah. knocks off. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's gunning that way and they, they catch up to him. They take him out as well. So everyone is captured. They take him out. By After spray. he breaks the statue. But they, no, he, the, the, he breaks the statue because they spray mud on his windscreen. Design flaw here. They don't have windscreen wipers. They don't have seatbelts either, I know. It's true. No, Armed Forces is like a write-off and he's like draped over the hood as though yeah. it's yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they probably should all be dead. Several times over. Yeah, they're all captured, Jace included. This is when it happens. This is when you witness the beauty of the beast. <laughs> yeah, because at this point, Rackathon shows up with his... I keep, I keep saying Bearcat. I don't know what he's supposed to be. No. His his advisor, Noah. Chewy. It's a Chewy analogue. Noah is the most obviously sinister, treacherous character you have ever seen. He literally seen. is like Beast from Beauty and the Beast. He's got like <laughs> the square jaw, the the brown face, the, the deep blue eyes. The eyebrows are amazing. This Rackathon, is how he took Rackathon in, I guess. Rackathon, the side, it looks like the side cu- sidekick cyborg from Centurions. Yes. Also looks a bit like, yes. um, not Chunk, what's the guy from Goonies? Oh, the big... Hey, you guy. guys. Yeah, hey, yeah, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Yeah, it, it looks like him because he's all scarred up in the yeah, face yeah. And, stuff and, and a bit. But yeah, weird. if you go back and check out the not the not Doctor Sloth. That's his name. Well, yeah, not do, not Doctor. I can't remember. I can't remember anyone's name from so you, well, Centurions. Ace McLeod. <laughs> 
Always remember Ace McLeod. Um, but and but no, his his sidekick, the mm. Red Cyborg. That's, yeah, he he's does. Got the same Rackathon looks like him. Yeah. yeah. So Rackathon shows up with this very obviously treacherous advisor, Noak, uh, and he believes that the Lightning League are Sorbos's spies. So he's all like, you know, congratulations, my son, you've kidnapped them. You know, you've captured them, rather. Take them to the Sands of Judgment, where there is no sand. No. no. I expected like a gladiatorial arena, but it was like a, an old boxing gym. There was a lot of judgment. Rackathon leaves Dinner to... at the Emeralds. <laughs> Rackathon leaves to... <laughs> it's sore, boss. My family have always been very welcoming to you. <laughs> Lies. Lies. <laughs> Most of my family. <laughs> it's okay. None of them listen to this, as far as I know. No, David does. Does he? Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> He's always been very Hi, welcoming to you. No, David has. <laughs> so, yeah. They're taking to the sands First of judgment. First time I met Matt, he pulled my rumor down the... Oh, yeah. That was a long time. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> For <laughs> over it. Taking the sands of judgment, there is no sand. It's basically like an old boxing gym. There's like a ring in there with laser ropes. And, and Jace is still trying to make his case that like, look, we're not spies. We're here to help. We have to warn you. And they're told that they only get a voice if they win a, a duel, basically. It's like so the they... government from Starship Troopers, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so in fact, it's very similar to um, Ishgardian politics in Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Wrong podcast, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Jace volunteers to fight the duel. Um, he's he's given a sword. He refuses armor, which I thought was really stupid. But then no. Gillian's like, no, he'll be faster without the armor. So like, it, I mean, it's irrelevant because Gillian uses magic to help him win the duel yeah, anyway. Cheat anyway. <laughs> they, cheat, they completely yeah. cheat. They have um, a lightsaber duel as well. Yeah. Right. So he fights this guy. No, it's not a lightsaber. It's a Ulysses sword. It, yes, it's definitely more yes. of a Ulysses sword. And he's fighting this guy who's kind of like a, I thought it was like a bootleg He-Man. Bah! It was, that cool. was like yeah. his opening move was bah! a bit punk. Okay. Yes, they, there's a little bit of aerial acrobatics, there's a little bit of back and forth and jumping, and then Flora says to Gillian, like, you've got to help. So Gillian uses magic um, on Jace's opponent to help him win, which I thought was very dishonorable. And I think if they'd been caught out, What's that would have been a game over. Is they cheer, they cheer afterwards when Jace wins. Yeah. yeah. Even though they all know magic was used. Yeah. Like, Although on. Jace doesn't. Gillian's not even subtle about it. Gillian no, is there sure. kind of waving his hands and doing his, his babble. Like, fuck's sake. But anyway, they, Jace wins and Akir's like, you can kill this bootleg He-Man now if you want to. And Jace is like, no, no, we are here to save lives, not to take them. Apart from we're here to commit genocide on the monster minds. Yeah, but that... You know, the whole time bad, as well. So. The whole time it's been going on, Beauty Beast has been cut to, isn't it? Yes, he's like, watching he's like really sinisterly. He's getting, yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, he's getting his ass kicked. And then when he yeah. loses, he's like, oh, no. <laughs> So at this point, Akira is finally prepared to listen to Jace. So they, they show him their um, cassette tape of the Monster Minds. Um, but Akira says that the Armada is already out beyond communication range in hyperspace. So he can't call his father and get him to come back. And then we cut to Noak, who is reporting into Sorbos. Because of course he fucking is. Look at him. Evil. Evil to the core. And, you know, Sorbos is all like, well, have you have you taken care of the Lightning League? And Noak is like, no, there's you, been a bit of a... You say he looks evil to the core, but we've already established this. It's Mark's furry bait. <laughs> yeah, he looks fantastic. <laughs> I'm sorry, he looks Mark. Fantastic. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just because... Deep like, wise. He can be evil and handsome. There's no... Yeah, yeah, rig rude. Yeah, exactly. A lot of evil people are handsome. Look at Dio. Yes, Dio is gorgeous. A Greek god. So yeah, Noak is like, no, I didn't manage to... I'm just thinking about Dio now. <laughs> I didn't manage to take out the Lightning League. And Sorbos is like, fine, whatever, I'll do it myself. And then we never see Noak again. Who expected Sorbos, but it yep. was me, Dio. <laughs> Instant upgrade. <laughs> yeah, we never see Noak again, which I thought was really annoying. Because presumably, yeah. nobody knows he's a traitor. 
So presumably when this is all over and spoiler, Rakathon comes back to his kingdom and is still in charge, he's still got this treacherous, evil, Jafar-like advisor dripping poison in his ear. Worth yeah. a shot, I guess. Yeah, yeah no one white, no one clued That's up politics, to that at all. Right? How, much, yeah. how much do you know about actual politics? That's, yeah, that's true. It, it, it bothered me. Mm-hmm. Bad storytelling. We cut back to the Lightning League and just just straight to Jace saying thermo jelly solution to the ether, which Gillian is like, yes, absolutely. We'll use that in the bedroom later. <laughs> KG, no. <laughs> the thermo jelly. God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Gillian also adds that, okay, this annoyed me as well. When we saw Flora interact with the, the vine sample earlier, it obviously affected her badly. Like, Okay, she seemed to be making happy sounds, but the implication was it was a terrible experience. And Gillian's like... Happy sounds. Flora has already interacted with the vine. She can use her powers to make a barrier against the madness that I'll use my magic to amplify. Man, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Gillian's out to do away with Flora. He really is. Why couldn't he just use... If he can use his magic... It's like, hey, Flora, come sit in my torture chair. (laughs) To be fair, she was making happy noises earlier, but she's making ecstasy noises this time. She fucking loves this one. (laughs) Yeah. There's proper moans Um, in this. It's a bit weird. It is a bit uncomfortable. Their their plan is... I don't know what the voice actress was shooting for, but she missed the mark. What was her direction? (laughs) (laughs) They just just dubbed in some... uh, Out some, like audio from a henty (laughs) so um, their plan is I'm going to have to move a kitten excuse me no he's fine he's fine fine there yeah he he sleeps all the while I'm getting okay well as long as he stays there so yeah that's their plan the Flora will use her powers to create a barrier that will allow them to get past the madness vines Gillian will reinforce it with magic and then they'll use the thermo jelly solution which we're not really for a real good told time. what it is. <laughs> Maybe that's what Flora is using. Um, <laughs> well, it's like, you know, that, 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 that warming lube that you can get that is not good. Yeah, that's probably not what you should be doing, KG. Yeah, maybe not get let do that. He's uh, KG's chewing the mic stand. Oh, wow. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they have their plan. We then move to the, it'll cut to the Armado, who we see engaging the monster mines. This is Gillian, quite a bit as well. The it was, yeah, yeah. Here. There's like a bit where Sawboss's head, like, is like transposed on top of the space battle in the background, and he's all, you know, he's doing a, um, we're going to win Poseidon, yes, type exactly. thing. Mm. Like, he's bragging about their awesomeness, basically. Yeah. So yeah, Gillian and Flora work together to make the shield against the madness vines, and this is where my note is just orgasm noises because there is just no other explanation for the sound she's making. No, like, pleasure. This is pain. this is not the sound of a woman plunging into madness. No. This cool. is a sound it's a woman of something plunging into a woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some kind of this vine, maybe. This is a sound of a clungy god time. It's the sound of a child losing her innocence. <laughs> um, uh, mad- madness vine is actually what I call my penis. So, you know, <laughs> this episode makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, but anyway, whatever she's doing, it works. And the pride makes it past the, the, the waves that you see emanating from the vines. Makes they get like under them so they're able yep. to land on the planet. Spray gunner and slingshot up because their other vehicles have been too badly battered by the Tengu for use. It's the B team, guys. It's the B- it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, right at the beginning, when Flora's doing, like Gillian calls Flora to do this research on the Madness Vine, she actually makes a point of saying, Oh, I wanted to continue working on spray gunner and slingshot. I'm like, This is just like shoehorning yeah. the hey, marketing, <laughs> marketing, marketing. Have you seen? And actually, which one of them has like never got released? Is it spray gunner or slingshot that has like the photon blade? Because that's actually that's, pretty uh, cool. Slingshot, slingshot, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Slingshot is basically, it is literally Slingshot on steroids. It's just a bigger, <laughs> beefier version of Slingshot. Yeah. They just could not be, they had, they were so bankrupt of ideas for new toys that they were just like, make that one again, but bigger. <laughs> just change the name slightly. Nobody will know. One letter. Yeah. Um, they've also got Trailblazer because uh, this is my favorite battle plan ever. Trailblazer goes in and uses Battle Plan A, in which it basically just yeets itself a monster mind. It does like a crossbody yeah. into a monster mind. <laughs> it's brilliant. It is a plunger. On, to, I, on a top battle. of Beast, on top of yeah, Beast It's amazing. At this point, I thought it looked like there were some new monster mind vehicles as well. I didn't catch what they were called, but I didn't I recognize did. the design. It's the Brutus. It is the Brutus. Okay, I yeah. thought I'd misheard because I just. So I think they are, they may be similar to the, when we had that first unveiling of a new, no, they're not the flapjack. They're very similar. I think they're more akin to the, you remember we had that first unveiling of a new monster mind with the heat ray thing? Is that Mm. the Snapdragon? No, no, no. no, When they overheated the prize. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's them. Okay. Because they were never given a name. Mm, And they they were firing a different type of weapon, weren't they? Yeah. Space Yeah. Yeah, okay. because the flapjacks had the flingy, like, pank mm. launcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got those. We've got new monster mines. I wanted to note as well that we had the intro music playing throughout this yeah. battle sequence. Yeah, we did. Yeah, so it was it very epic. epic. I'm, I'm sure Jace yelled lightning strikes at some point for no reason as well. Even Akir think... looks on at them. He's like, yes, he looks surprisingly. He just cuts Yeah, yeah he's There's quite There's lots of, admiring. like, face, face, face cut, cuts in yeah. these. Yeah, this, this is why I think there was a bit of a spark between Jace and Akir. There's a lot of, kind of, mutual admiration between them and a lot of, kind of, lingering looks of approval when they think the other isn't looking sort of thing yeah um, so new, new monster mines but they get to use a new weapon as well they use the yeah. mind fog yes, yes which basically creates like a disco ball effect it's just a lot of glitter and that causes them to crash into each other because they're monster mines and everything causes them to crash into each other it's all mental weapons in this episode we've got the madness yeah. vines the mm. mind fog <laughs> and, the, and the thermo jelly so like thermo spray, jelly, yes. spray gunner just keeps like rotating his little yeah he's like spraying around. out yeah. the thermo jelly like, okay i had a question For at this a point be good time i know gillian says that the the madness vines are made by mutation but he knows how they were made. So I'm going to assume Sorvos knows too. So could Sorvos make more Madness Mines? Well, no, because it, I think it's similar to the thing that brought the Monster Mines into... Just a freak into, current. Yeah, it was yeah. like a freak solar flare type okay. thing that, that changed something about the soil on this planet that made mm. them grow this way. Yeah, I think Sorvos is just out to catch a few samples, isn't it, and fill up the Armada with them. Like like, yeah. the, like the seed pods he launches at places. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, so yeah, they, they cover everything in a thick blanket of thermo jelly and then um slingshot spray gunner yeah with the photon cannon kind of yeah sets it all off and incinerates them and that's the madness vines dealt with so we we then cut to i guess rackathons what do you call it uh, warship battle cruiser cruiser, yeah where they're talking about how the most the martyr has already been taken out and they should retreat and rackathon is like no you know we have to fight to the death kind of thing but Akir manages to persuade him that actually it's much more honourable to live to fight another day and they have to get the survivors out of there. And blow up their ships. <laughs> yes, yes. It was, what was it? it was like retreat and destruct or something was the order and everyone starts cheering, which I thought was a bit escape and destruct. And the Lightning League are all like, yeah, fucking Ray. It's like people are, people are dying. <laughs> like a lot of people may already be dead. And let's not forget the Lightning League blows up another planet. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. Good God. They've still created... Tally, actually. They they have still created more 
overall destruction than Sawboss. Yeah, and this episode actually as well, this wraps up with them just being like, well, you guys will be okay on your own now. Now you've got no armada and just escape ships. You'll be yeah. fine. We'll be, we'll be on our way because my dad's out there somewhere. So. Yeah, yeah. Kira asks them to stay. He's like, I wish she would stay and help us. And Jace is like, no, I have to find my dad. Like, I don't have time for your shit. You're going to be fine. He's like, and... you had our help. You, we've apportioned <laughs> some help to you. This is the yeah. situation it has landed you in. And then it just kind of ends with everybody laughing <laughs> uproariously. It, it, it would have been uh, it would have been great like I need your help in like oh it'll cost you mm. we're on a tight schedule so that was Armada I actually I, I thought it was a pretty decent episode even yeah. though things about it annoyed yeah, me yeah it was, it, it was good animation it was good, good animation mm. interesting yeah. in fact was it in this episode we get that really weird panning shot of the uh, pride yeah flying by mm. yeah, yeah. It, like just that real cool yeah that's yeah, so there was definitely some really choice animation in this one. I think as opposed to five of these episodes. No, no. One of them I, I take massive umbrellas with the last episode. Was it this. the Circus Planet one that had the weird oh, the where they're all just like blank faced? Oh, yeah, was, yeah. When they, but there's yeah, a, lot, a when, lot going on in the Circus one. <laughs> yeah, but when the oh, so I don't forget when they actually land on the Circus Planet. There's a bit where like Flora's like, oh my god, when they come out of this, the ship, but they've all they've just like. Mm, scale back the animation on their faces so their faces are just black dots for eyes and a black dot for a mouth on everybody oh, it's real bad it's real bad okay right. anyway yeah, yeah let's, on to- let's move on uh, episode 52 is uh the chimes of sharpest and i've written sharpest but i'm sure he pronounced it differently in the episode well all i know sharpies? is all, all i know for me for mine is the chimes of sharpies as in the pen <laughs> yeah that's what google that's what google she auto corrected it to every time <laughs> nice he did he did sort of pronounce it sharpies as yeah. well yeah during it as well but basically we open on this um, so planet in, that's emitting electricity in this kind mm. of like force field that's seemingly blocking other planets that have roots that are trying to attack it. Yeah, I actually thought the vines were electrocuting the planet at first. Yeah, it looked really odd. It was not great mm. animation in all honesty uh, to see what was going on. You then, it cuts to like some sat- like giant monolithic satellites uh, floating around the planet that's getting zapped. And the Lightning League are just kind of on the pry watching this yeah. entire planet zap <laughs> things. And they're literally agape. All of them are like, what is happening here? <laughs> Can we steal it? <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and they don't really know what it is so they, they kind of they float quietly around and they try and scan the planet for anything but the force barrier kind of just blocks any yeah. hope of finding anything and Oon suggests it could be Audrey yes Flora's kind of asked if she can send monster minds and she says no but there's something wonderful but I don't know what but she doesn't know what <laughs> yeah, exactly helpful. like, yeah. well, it's like to be well, fair they've gone to, why do we have you around again <laughs> just so you can get your rocks off <laughs> she does get to live quite a life though I mean she got the she exit yeah. the last episode <laughs> and, and she's there's a be, been at least two or three planets that she's been like ecstatic to be on like, mm. like, oh, oh yeah, my yeah. god it, she's getting her like what I, I liked what, about this exchange what's a flora boner <laughs> <laughs> what I liked about this whole exchange was that they saw a planet under some kind of attack and Oom was like maybe it's Audrey yeah like yeah, because we know this is you know everyone ignores card, him, just wrecking a planet. <laughs> Even Jace is like maybe he gives him no credence whatsoever. And <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think one thing that's been a, a consistent thing that everyone has learned now is ignore the fuck out of Oon. Yeah, oh, that's a good man. call. Yeah, I wish I could. So we cut to the Terradrome, and Sorbas is uh, watching on as the vines try and get into the planet. And he's also actually again he's also complimenting Jace. He's impressed mm. with his intelligence, the fact that he's found it, and he orders a tracker drone to go and follow the prod. Yeah. And I had a theory about this. And you would be impressed with Jace's intelligence if you were surrounded by the monster mind generals all the time as your <laughs> only company. 
You'd be impressed yeah. by a fucking frog's intelligence. Like the, the bar is ankle high and <laughs> yeah. he strides over. It's very true. It's almost like, well, we've come to this. They they haven't figured out stopping at canyons, but it actually happens <laughs> in a later episode. <laughs> so in the Pride, Gillian has uh, developed a kind of a flak round, I guess, that will allow them to penetrate the shield temporarily. Yep. It emits some kind of blinding light when they test it in the ship. But I think mm-hmm. it, just, it just it just shuts down the local area for them to f- fly through, and they've only got a little bit of time to do it. And Herc's like, "No, no, this plan is crazy." And Jace just completely gaslights him into it, and like, "Yes, oh, your piling abilities aren't good enough, then are they?" <laughs> and he's like, "You bet they are. <laughs> I'm in." <Yeah. laughs> and Oon says, "Oh, should we touch this MacGuffin that they're going to use with my lance to give it extra magical power?" And Jace just completely deadpan goes, "Yes." Of course we should. <laughs> what's, what's the fastest way to shut Oon up and move on with our day? Yes, you're in touch the thing with the lance, yes. Fine. I love it. At this this moment as well, Herc has this kind of breakdown where he breaks the, the third wall. And I, th- I don't know if he's talking to himself or the audience, but he's like, they're all crazy. All yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he Desperate cry time. for help. Yeah. But he's finally realising the situation he's in after, I don't know how many years it's been. <laughs> um, so Sorbos watches them penetrate the shield. Oh, I does he? And just at the last minute, his tracker drone comes in and launches a few vine pods. So um, down. This is a repeat of the fuck up that they made with the life ship. Sorbos couldn't get in. Everything was fine and dandy with the planet, and then the lightning leads stick their big fucking nose in and jeopardize everything. Yeah, hard to disagree. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm just. Like, I mean, they even mock themselves. Like Herc at this stage is mocking the lance. He's he's telling Oon like, oh, it's not even useful. It doesn't even work as a lance. I think is what it's Which is and it so comes true. to Oon, and Oon looks literally crestfallen and does yeah, not yeah, have definitely. a retort of any kind. He's just because it's the truth. <laughs> yeah. It so, works more more often as a pole vault than it does as a lance. It's so true. <laughs> oh, it just causes issues more often than not. But they land on the planet and the sensors show that there's a life form, so they all roll out and they kind of spy this. I've written like a pumice loofah. It's very yes. two bath yes, things. It is. It's like a loofah shape, but pumice colouring yeah. material maybe. It's very poor. And there's a tower yeah. in the jungle. So there's a tower in the distance. And then you hear Oom being harassed. And it's being attacked by these like Care Bear Ewok fusion <laughs> creatures. And they're trying to steal his lance and one of his. They're kind of monkey esque. Yeah, they've got little turn up noses. They're like pixie. They're, they're all rainbow like, colors, basically. Basically, imagine if you crossed Care Bears with Planet of the Apes. Yes. Horrific. It is about, yeah. And their clothes seem to be made out of the same material as their fur. I don't, I don't think oh, they, I were they were clothes? naked. I think they were just... They, I thought they, they were just clothes, had, but it was just... They just had conveniently coloured fur patches right, okay. to make it appear like clothes. And this is, this I, I is basically... I worse. This is when um, the dad jokes begin. Yes. Oh, Herc, God. oh my so God. <laughs> like, Herc is like, oh yeah, he's, he's lost an arm, right? And and he's, and Herc's like, it looks like he's been disarmed. And then, Jay, and then the the little thing, freaky things run off with his arm and his lance. And Jace gives chase with Herc, saying something like, Carl, we can't let him go. We can't let him go single handed. Yeah, yeah. That's Jace single handed. So, and then one. Go on. Sorry, I was just going to note that one of the things, as they're rolling out, they're talking about not being able to find any technology. And one of the things they say, the sensors didn't pick up any farming. <laughs> oh, I missed that. That makes sense for something that happens later that I have, I have made note of. But I didn't I didn't understand why they said that. It actually sounded a bit like Aggie from Gilead. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. Turn, when we get there, we'll talk about it. Um, but actually, so it turns out these little Care Bear Ewok Planet of the Apes things are actually children. And they run into this like 
Again, another super hot furry for those furry fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so as I've referred to them, these are the small nightmare fuel. And then along comes hot adult female nightmare fuel. <laughs> Some very confused I mean, directions. It's the kind of nightmare you wake up and you're a little bit moist down there. Yeah. Um, for boys and girls. Um, and her, her name is Tanitha, um, and she's the chief of the tribe of these little furry things. And we never see any the of the tribe. Tometa, her and I believe they're called. Kids. Yeah. So Jace basically is chatting to her. He's, he's got no, he's not, there's no flirt in there whatsoever. No, actually. no. I mean, they're just, they're just chatting. He, he's saying that they're searching for someone who, who's come from the sky like they have. And she's like, no one's done that since the old ones. Yeah, because she mentions the tower was built by the, by the old, old ones. ones. I'm like, that's not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing the, good is ever referred to as the old one. Maybe these are Kleptos or some kind of relative of Kleptos, I've just thought. Because literally maybe. one of the kids actually steals Herc's watch and hides it. They could mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but they're different different look different to Kleptos. But like, you know, I'm, same same. Maybe species. maybe if maybe Kleptos had sex with a human being somewhere and this was the yeah. the shame so that was hidden it's on. It's another by. another branch of the same family tree, mm. right? Like yeah, it's this point where Flora and Gillian, well, Flora scents monster minds, and they all start to get warned and, and like kind of vehicle up. And the pumice tower starts emitting this weird sound. Yes. And you kind of cut around to different plants like heaving and growing and these like flowers opening and blossoming. And yeah, this is when she says, oh, it turns the towers built by the old ones. And I think she says something along the lines of it is the source of all life. Yeah. Question. And this is like, if this tower's resonance made plants grow, why didn't it affect flora? Oh. She's only half plant? No, she's all plant. So half of it. She's just plant. She's just plant. <laughs> just the she right half. Yeah. <laughs> she is just plant in humanoid form. Mm, That's true. Um, maybe even you have the, to be native to the planet to be affected. Even the root didn't grow. No. Does it affect the monster minds? It doesn't, does it? No, that's so, true. So, yeah, maybe you have to be a native plant. Yeah, so the kids actually pick off some of the fruit that she's grown. And this is when Gillian is like, oh, they've never had to work a day in their lives. And this is the link <laughs> to the farming judging. thing earlier. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Basically, the planet provides because this thing bongs quite frequently. I think she talks about it later on, so we'll cover it then. But basically, this chime happens quite often. A really brief glimpse of Herc's watch and when these flowers spore, it gets surrounded by like this kind of red lightning mist stuff and just frazzles, mm. basically. I called them um, phantoms, like red phantoms. I think uh, that's what the team... They're refers. called ghost orchids or something. Yeah, something ghosts, like that, yeah. exactly. So I, I, at first I thought it was like some kind of weird electricity, actually, but yeah, mm. to, yeah, we'll get to it. Um, uh, the monster mines arrive and the Lightning League uh, leg it to the battle base um, and the vehicles come out from from the battle base in kind of a, a covering maneuver for them. Mm -hmm. And they have, they have what I would describe as a good old scrap. No no yes. tanyons, just trees and rocks, you know. If I'm not mistaken, they enact battle plan B, which seems to be amount to Oh no, this is later on in the sh this is later on in the show when they do battle plan B and battle yeah. plan B is just pick anything up that's lying on the ground and hoon it at a monster mine. <laughs> yeah, this is just a laser off, I think. Yeah, yeah, bit yeah. Of ramming and some lasers and stuff because the battle base got damaged and Herc is having to do some repairs on it. And there's some witty quips in there about how we'll do it so fast, your head will spin or something. Yeah. And then Herc's using the drill to fix the battle base and the, the red phantom spore comes over and like attacks it. It kind of caves in on itself a bit. It's got like shards of stuff in it and everything and he like throws it down. Yeah. Um, screaming basically little bitch 
So yeah, the power wrench is out of action, and I thought it was a power welder. Power welder, yeah, sorry. And then the the, the um, <laughs> oh yeah, some of the Care Bear Ewok kids have stolen one of Oon's legs yes. as well during this. <laughs> Herc, Herc again is cracking wise, and they're, they're <laughs> oh pulling your leg. Something about pulling your leg, isn't it? I haven't yeah. written down what he said, but yeah, the monster mines are kind of closing in, and Jason Herc get into the vehicles. Gillian gets into the battle base and Oon. raises the shields. Just a quick note on Oon's thing. When he gets his legs back, he affixes them to himself with duct tape. <laughs> Not only does he affix the one that he lost, but he puts duct tape preemptively on the other leg. Oh, the one, I thought yeah. was quite smart, actually. He's, yeah, he's learned, yeah. Yeah, so Gillian's all locked up in the battle base within the force field bubble, and he tells Jason yep. to go back to the barge and everything. And the flowers emit this kind of red phantom dust, and the monster mines shoot at it, which is possibly the worst thing they could have did because the red stuff kind of envelops them and just throws them around like toys. Just yes. ch- chucks them asunder, basically. They're landing upside down. I think it clatters a couple into each other and everything. Um, and we cut to Sawboss, who's figured out that the tower is the source of the force field and of the uh, red mist as yep. well. Um, and I like, you know, actually a lot of this, I really like the animation and again, the music yeah, really good in this episode as well. Like it... it had really good pace uh, and yeah, as well. it, this it, is probably my favorite of the five i think it didn't outstay outstay its welcome it, it didn't feel too rushed it just was there and was fine yeah <laughs> it was fine it was fine no i mean, I mean <laughs> like it wasn't it was a perfectly serviceable episode yeah yeah there was yeah. nothing there was nothing to be we, overly critical about i feel like our bar has changed because of the liberty stone episode yes. <laughs> yeah and now we're like it was over and done in 22 minutes and there were no crab wolves and yeah. it was great and no orbs <laughs> apart so from true. the one that does come up in the episode later <laughs> fucking hell I've got so much to say about that okay so, so at this point Jace has figured out what's going on he tells the lightning league not to fire he's figured out that energy weapons make them stronger the, the red Herc does not listen to him whatsoever and fires into the mist I think he's like oh, I'm gonna die with my lasers on my like, yeah yeah my hips or something basically um, your and the mist just the mist just goes and just like takes out his gun in a single hit <laughs> yeah, he he basically goes full redneck. It's like you'll take my guns when you prize them from my cold dead hands. <laughs> Don't tread on me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Jace whips out of armed force, and we get our first like ring of light use for quite quite some time actually. Yeah, and it basically just emits a yellow swirl of fascism lightning, um, <laughs> yes. like like the symbol of the Lightning League, and it dissipates the red and they, they they have a little conversation afterwards about oh why did that work and the lasers didn't and he's like well magic you know magic works <laughs> and the care bear ewoks still have oon's foot and running around so herc gets off dad joke what number five six yeah I've lost track already and he's like oh i always thought oon was foot loose yeah <laughs> uh, yeah and this is when oon tapes his feet on like we said is this is this the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon connection to Jace? <laughs> Footloose. <laughs> it is Kevin Bacon in Footloose. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the vehicles need some repairing. Um, Jace exchanges. Sorry, I didn't do the X with my forearms. It, it does exchange. <laughs> so he exchanges a cannon. The cannon that was shot off earlier, he he takes that off arm, takes one off arm force, puts it on spike trike. Mm. Um, and Flora does what she does best, and that's go for a walk in a jungle on a foreign planet <laughs> on her own with no yeah. watching, without telling anyone <laughs> yeah. where she's going. She's like those scientists in Prometheus. Just like, what's this alien object? I'm going to stick my face in it. Yeah, she's my she's yeah, my yeah. hero, basically, because that is exactly the kind of stuff I love to do as well. Just go for, <laughs> yeah, just go for a little walk in the jungle, um, yeah. and she in comes jungle, across um, she comes across the flower plant that was emitting the red mist, and she 
talks to it, but you only hear, it's like sooty and sweet for those British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't hear the plant side of the conversation. She's just like, oh, really? Okay. And then she just digs the fucking thing up. Like, I was like, what's happening? She just like properly roots it out and runs and takes it back to the group. And uh, the hot furry has never heard or seen of the red attacking before but she knows that this thing is a spirit orchid and that actually it's ghosts that it's emanating which blew my mind at this point because i put it down i was was like is it mist is it mist is it lightning you can tell from my notes what i've been saying right like Like, gone all over the place so she does note that the 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 spirits normally dissipate very shortly after being emitted from the ghost orchids and yeah like you say she'd never seen them attack anyone before Exactly. And she, and she does tie it to the chimes as well. Yes. Um, and she does say that the chimes chime 11 times a day, but they used to chime 15 times 15. a day. Yeah. So maybe they're on the dwindle or, or something. So that's the MacGuffin. That's the check on, on the, the dwindle that they're going to <laughs> set up. Later. Our chimes are on the dwindle. Yeah, exactly. Like, so just like, like, I don't know, 1920s London. Ah, uh, me bike's on the dwindle. It doesn't have the same Mike Oldfield's dwindling chimes. <laughs> doesn't have the yes. same ring to it does it yeah um, so, so yeah gillian is asked to calculate when the next chime is going to be for jace's plan and he's like oh no the computer's out i will do it by hand and he does so much like algebra basically throughout the next few scenes you keep keep yeah. to gillian on his hands and knees scrawling things onto the floor of battle base M- my note here is just gillian does maths yes <laughs> repeatedly so he, math. then, it, then it's like gillian is bad at maths he he uses the degrees of azimuth times 11 plus 32 which I yeah don't know. <laughs> carol vorderman sure. would have fucking shit fit. it sounds made up if you ask me <laughs> that's it so while he's, he's covering his inadequacy he's doing his bit in the battle base while uh, effectively, Sawboss and the Monster Mines and the Lightning League have a race towards Pumice Tower. Yes. One thing I did notice in this episode is Sawboss's face was animated very effeminately throughout this episode. It's in another it episode really... as well. They've ad- it's almost like they'd it's almost like they'd use some of the old Sawboss animation, but actually put intermittent bits in. So if he moves his head or talks, yeah. Now his face changes. Yeah, it, like proportions were a bit off, but yeah, just there was like a couple of shots in this where it was like his eyelashes were a little like yeah, almost like he, different and everything. Yeah, he he was very contouring and mascara, like let them yeah, have his thing. That's what there's, imagine trying to find green, <laughs> green and off green contouring mascara. There's yeah, another, I need some foundation. Like there's another episode be... in this batch where I thought he actually looked really much older. His skin was like quite weathered. I can't mm. remember which one it was tough day i mean maybe yeah. caught him in the morning and the afternoon you know it's too yeah. times mm. this is his out out face he's he's ready for a party <laughs> so gillian figures out it's going to be about 30 minutes roughly until the next time but they do keep pressing him for the exact time like it, it really matters apparently mm. and then we get battle plan b which yes. is great and and it is enacted while herc is driving spike trike and he immediately loses control of spike trike because it instigates yep. its own battle plan b so <laughs> once again the useless wheel uh, fifth wheel of herc but I did notice, like, as soon as he says Battle Plan B, the first thing that they start doing is just picking up, like, trees yes. and rocks yeah. and throwing it at the when no, <laughs> When there are no canyons, there's got to be a rock and a tree about. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, they basically have a super intense fight, actually. Um, and they actually start to lose. So they start retreating towards the tower, which is mm-hmm. a bit weird because Jace is like, I'm not letting them get to the tower, but he, he's driving Quick, full force. back to the tower. With him chasing, with him chasing it. And then it chimes. So you never actually get the exact time. It just chimes and the flowers do their, the ghost, I've written ghost force red. 
like <laughs> squad. So they emit Ghost Force Red, and the it's Lightning red League kind of cut their engines. And I think literally uh, Jace prays at this point, and the Monster Minds fire on Ghost Force Red and get fucking stomped, like with ease, picked up, flipped over, pancake tossed aside. Like wow. They didn't learn, even though they shot no. earlier and they share a hive mind. They're still like, now nah, red shit. Did they share a hive mind? I don't know if they do because no, maybe not. I, like Sawboss can just telepathically communicate with all of them. So if Sawboss doesn't disseminate the information that he may have gleaned from them, then the rest of them are just yeah. That's well, interesting. Weirdly, he's like he's like the kind of nexus point for all information within the monster minds. Yeah, they're not like Borg. No, but the no- weirdly, the notion I've been going on for this entire set of 50 episodes has actually been something like that. But now we're talking about it. I actually think, yeah, they're just clones, aren't they? They're clones. Yeah. They're created and then their experience is their own. Like a, a clone. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but, but there is a psychic link between all of them and yes. Sawboss. Yeah. And yeah. also not between Sawboss and, and going. No, no. And Sawboss and also between Sawboss and bees and two different spiders and whatever <laughs> else is required. At but, the is, time. but I think that implies to me that it's like a pyramid and Sawboss can kind of. Yeah, well, I, I think more of it, think of it like a nexus and he's the center of the nexus. I was, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I was thinking more kind of he's at the top and he kind of trickle his well, power yeah, trickles Well, like, yeah, I guess, down, yeah, because you've got the general. Being you've a got the, yeah, you've web. got the generals below him. Yeah. God, it's more like a tree. We're actually seri- it's a pyramid scheme. We we're actually seriously discussing the, the corporate structure of Greece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but who's the, who's the CEO and who's on the board? Who's then? the CFO? Well, yeah. obviously, Sawboss is the, C- the CEO. Audrey, Audrey was got- the CTO, but, you know, he's yeah. quiet. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so anyway, yeah, the, vine, the, the vines and the monster mines get got basically by the red by red red mist oh, alpha or whatever i called it this point again this is classic lightning league as well the one like historical site of significance the pride lands as close as physically possible to the <laughs> yeah. tower like it's the most valuable thing on the planet as well it lands like the only thing some, on the planet uh, yeah there's some space for the lead statue they're gonna make yeah <laughs> that's it and and gillian um just goes in and has a tinker and he comes out and says he's reset the chimes to ensure that the planet's going to be safe so he yeah. re-McGuffins the MacGuffin. Yeah. Um, and yeah, basically the hot furry kind of wishes Jace luck on his search. He doesn't actually give, give him any information or anything. And we get a few last moments for some fucking dad jokes right at the end. Because yeah. Oon is being chased by the Care Bear Ewok kids again, but he's holding his head in his hands. Yeah. And you get like, don't lose your head. And, yeah. And I think don't go all to pieces. Just as a nice summary, literally he's left. He lost both legs, both arms and his head. Almost oh, also, at one point, Gillian, like, because they're, they're making a note about Gillian's memory. And uh, then Gillian's like, I don't know where my vibro wrench is. And I just put in brackets, more sex toys on the go. <laughs> <laughs> An incredibly satisfying wrench. Um, yeah. And then everyone just laughs like but the bullies they are. And that yeah. wraps yes. up the episode, basically. Yeah. Like you say, yeah, like we say, nice contained episode. Nothing too out there. Nothing... Nothing offensive. No, definitely not. I, I it was uh, well. I don't know. Actually, I found the, the inhabitants of that planet offensive on many levels. <laughs> but uh, that's just me. So we come on to episode fifty-three, Galaxy Game Star, which sounds like a cartoon in its own right. Mm-hmm. Right, like the adventures of Galaxy Games. Yeah, it felt like the Nintendo branding. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> So on this episode, we open up with the pride blowing up vines in space, as it is wont to do. The Monster Mind Generals are reporting in and saying that the Lightning League are running away from a vine tunnel, uh, because that's what they've just blown up, apparently, is a vine tunnel. And the Lightning League, as they're running away, they get a signal from Audric, 
heard the signal saying, meet me in sector seven. Then Flora senses something big is coming and Jace turns to the faces in this, or Jace's face particularly throughout this. Jace has a demon face throughout yeah. this entire fucking episode. He does, fucking he looks fucking possessed. Like, he turns to me, he's like, what? It's like, they go well oh, over the top on close-ups on this episode. Yeah, have we got negative Jace back here? <laughs> so, yeah, Flora senses something big is coming, so they start booking it to this nearby asteroid belt, and for once, Audric needs no hesitation. He's just like, yeah, I'll fly us through this asteroid belt. It's going to get a bit bumpy, but let's 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 go for it. And as they're flying, they, they kind of fly through the asteroid field, and they make it out the side, but with a bit of damage, and Flora's like, Herc's the best pilot. Wow, you're so amazing. He's like, well, yeah, bitch. Yeah, you're right. They're, um, yeah. they're Kessler on in 12 parsecs moment, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. So they say that they need to land and make some repairs because they've sustained some damage getting through this asteroid belt. And there's a really large asteroid that they're going to land on. This, this, is the, this is the one we get where we get the really odd panning shot of yeah, the pride. The pride. Yeah, yeah, so it, it's kind of like the, you, we see the pride fly over the camera the point of view camera and it kind of is like a bit of a fisheye lens so it like kind of the pride warps as it goes past the camera it's it's a cool effect but yes they go to land on this asteroid and herc of course knows the owner of this asteroid her name is vendetta Good name. Feel safe with her. I guess yep. a kid wouldn't see the foreshadowing in that. Yeah, I, my immediate <laughs> thing is, well, this doesn't both. Yeah, this doesn't But it's also well, the it? kind of name that, like, a teenager might pick for themselves because it's fucking edgy, right? Well, she was not a teenager. <laughs> Vendetta she looks was... like Annika Rice mixed with Jedward. No, she looks like Annika Rice mixed with Polnareff from Jojo's Bizarre <laughs> Adventure. Wedge just such yeah. a big, yeah, big cheese cut. <laughs> or Guile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she definitely was like, if Guile gelled his hair up all up <laughs> instead of having a foot yeah. at the top. <laughs> So the asteroid itself is called the Gamma Gambit, and it is basically asteroid Vegas, space Vegas. Vegas. And the old woman who runs the asteroid is the one who has a tape of Audric, because uh, like, they land, they meet up with Jason, Gilly, and everyone go to go to meet her, and she's like, yeah, I've got I've got a message from Audric. She also she has a it. fabulous office that's like a yeah. mechanized <laughs> chess set. Well, I mean, all offices in casinos are fabulous, right? Fair. And but yeah, she's like, I want you to have this, but you've got to win it in a game. Gillian's like, Oh, I know these gamer types. And the old woman turns to Gillian and says, I can see you've played the game of life for a long time. <laughs> just, bah, 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 bah. Shots yeah. fired. Shots fired. Yeah. Throw some I mean, shade. she's not wrong. The thing I don't get is, and maybe I'm just I'm jaded now, but like the, they could easily overpower her and just take the tape. Why wow. don't they do wow. that? <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious as to why they don't do it. I just think it's really the face. <laughs> in the face, you're like, bitch, give me the tape. But they're like, yeah, okay, we'll do this really stupid, inane, pointless thing in order to get do our you know, fucking. Do you know what this tape? did remind me of, though? Is, you know, the episode of Ulysses with the winds, where he has to do mm. the games like, with the winds? Trials, yeah. Yeah, that, this, this definitely just. Something about the vibe of this entire thing reminded me of that episode. You did notice how her face did not match her voice at all. She had this like, no, no, she had this mellifluous voice, yeah. really just I, like sensual yeah. voice. I expected yeah. her to be a lot younger. Yeah, I thought she was going to be like an ex of Herx. She did actually yeah, have heart shaped knee pads, so she's sort of like a Queen of Hearts type character I guess. again. Very Polnareff. Yeah, mm. yeah. Actually, kind of crazy diamond stand. Well, yeah, we've been watching too much Jojo. Yeah, we've been watching a lot of Jojo. <laughs> it's the best Jojo's bizarre. Like, just side note, PSA. 
anyone out there who's not watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, go and watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's the fucking best. Anyway, back to Jace. Jace, Jace, Bizarre Adventure? No. JJ. JJ. <laughs> JJ. Oh, this is the own love interest bit. Yes. yes. Oh my yes. God, yes. <laughs> yeah. Another thing they stole from you, see. So, Un gets hit on by this little robot who's like, hey, handsome knight, where, who are you? My name's Cookie the Rookie. And he tells her to of... go away first, though. He's like, go <laughs> yes, away. He's really like... Then she calls him handsome, and he's like, oh, actually, sorry, what was your name? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, you're, you're not going to berate me and belittle me. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I thought he was playing hard to get, but that's actually a really valid point. <laughs> yeah. It's so like, oh, wait, someone who's not going to shit on me. We're being genuinely yes. nice. Yeah, okay. No ulterior motives. Okay, I love you. And, like, actually, like, spoiler for she never has any ulterior motives. No. She's just genuinely sweet. Like, and I didn't see that coming. Because even, like, Un's one, even though she was, she was still kind of connected to the machine. You mean No-No? No-No's one, sorry. She was mm. still kind of connected to that machine god, so it was, yeah, yeah. Cookie just genuinely looked at Un and thought, that is the man for me. Maybe she saw the size of his lungs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't miss his dad. So, yeah, she's Cookie the Rookie. She's part of like a, a she's the rook in a chess team. One of the rooks in a chess team, basically. Mm. I did note here, this is where I noted, my note says, the animation for this episode is detailed in all the wrong ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone's face, close-ups and everything are just really kind of yeah. like uncanny valley to themselves, like Uncanny Valley to the standard animation of Jace. Mm. At least it's it all was like, everyone looks animating. kind of fucking sinister. <laughs> yeah. They tried. Yeah. What we do learn is that Jace uh, is challenged to the, what was the name of the game again? I didn't note it down because he's got to go through this game hallway, which has got multiple trials in it. And as he's heading off to this, this game hallway to play the various games, we find out that Vendetta is working for Sorbos. I say working for, he, she's being blackmailed by Sorbos. No, 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 no. This isn't blackmail. She's this is a deal. Sorry. This is a deal. Yeah. He's made a deal. Her life for whatever he wants. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're allies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Friends even, almost. Yeah. <laughs> Bosom buddies. And so Jace gets to this, the tunnel of challenge, that's it. Mm. Which to me just in my head was challenge TV. Well, they'd um, already used the sands of judgment, so yeah. tun tunnel <laughs> well, of no challenge. Sand. At least this was an actual tunnel. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. It had an archway to go through, basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. How, 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 how so, far does an archway have to as, extend before it's a tunnel? As they're going through the tunnel, like as they pass through, you get this panning shot of a giant pinball table. And I, and I was like, oh, sweet, this is going to be awesome. But no, the first game is squash. It's totally squash. It's laser it's squash. Laser it's squash. Laser squash. squash. Instead of a squash racket, he's got a fly swatter. <laughs> and like, yes. a, and like <laughs> a cyber fly swatter. Well, of course, he's amazing at laser squash. So. He is so well, athletic, I mean, jumping around, doing yeah, stuff. I mean, this comes into the circus episodes as well. But you, we, we've seen his feats of athleticism throughout the entirety of this series. This guy is, is, is Dick Grayson. It's like yeah. Robin and Batman. He's white, right. he's middle class, he knows how to play space squash, Dan. He's been, he's, he's, he's had gymnastics lessons. He's been to the country yeah. club, he's ridden a horse. Yes. So, um, yeah, it's, they call it laser ball, but it is squash. And he's got to get 500 points, which he does with a plum. Like, no problems whatsoever. Whatsoever? Whatsoever. Meanwhile, Vendetta has approached Herc as he's repairing the pride. And she's like, hey, Shithead, you owe me money. He tries to ghost her in person. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, her, sorry, no, 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 I'm not hurt. 
<laughs> and uh, eventually he he's like oh vendetta hi i didn't see you there <laughs> and she's like you still owe me money and i'm like he's like oh look i i was gonna pay you but these guys haven't paid me yet so <laughs> i can't which fair point mm-hmm. they have basically bled him dry and she's like well look tell you what i think this is how the point about- he officially becomes bankrupt you know <laughs> yes the first debt he cannot pay that is due so at this point she's like well i tell you what how about we gamble again? And he's like, I have nothing to put up. And she's like, your ship? He's like, the pride? No, that's all I have. Without her, I'm done. But she eventually persuades him into into playing and they play giant backgammon. Yeah, basically. It's just giant fucking backgammon. And he's getting quite cocky because he's winning a little bit. And then we cut back to Jace, who mercifully in the second game does use the pinball table. At first, you could just be forgiven of thinking this was just a normal pinball table because you just see Jace bashing on some controls and then the pinballs flying around. And then it later, it's it's a life's like, you know, human, not human-sized pinball table because that's a normal pinball table. But a no, pinball table... is taller than a person. Yeah, no, what I mean is like it's a pinball table that's, that you could walk into. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a Zorb. If you're in a Zorb, it would be a yeah, yeah. sized that would be... Oh, man, someone should actually create that. That'd oh, be my so God. Funny. Can you imagine being hit by a giant mechanical <laughs> paddle in a Zorb? Yeah, like that's going to break all your bones. Oh, if the Zorb's well inflated, it'll be fine. I'm sure. So, yeah, he he has to get a high score on the pinball, which, again, he does. No problem. To notice how he did it by lighting up maybe, what, four out of ten lights on a on a scale. And they're like, yeah. oh, you got a high score. It's like, what? Like, amateurs are playing Every, pinball. Yeah, everyone else is complete shit. Nobody here has played pinball before. Once he does that, she says, okay, the Audrix tape is in the pinball field. It's like in the machine. You just need to go in and get it. Yeah, I think she's like, behind like pin, bumper number five or something. She that, gives them a number. That comes, la- that comes later. Oh, okay. That comes later when she actually starts helping them. So they, they go into the the like pinball table and they start walking in. I think Flora just starts wandering off and they're like, oh no, 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 because there's still balls. Because like as they walk in, they basically it shuts behind them. And they start getting the balls flung around and they realize, oh no, it's a trap. Because it's, it's a Jace episode. Of course it's a fucking trap. This is where we like they're dodging around the balls and Jace just gets pissy and angry and uses the ring. Like angry Jace uses the ring and he uses it it I don't know if this counts as one or two usages because it's kind of the same beam. So he shoots a beam from the ring which melts a hole in the side of the pinball table for them to get out. And then he swivels around with that same beam. Uh, and different ele- beams because if it was the same beam, he would have just melted the ping pong, the ping pong balls. The, the, the no, balls. it's magic, man. But like, why, why didn't he just use the same beam, actually? Now you mentioned well, yeah. it. Like, why didn't he just laser them? Because he uses a gravitational... He turns around with the same beam and then he, he turns back and... Gillian and Flora all, there just melted. All he does as well. <laughs> that's just, why just, <laughs> all he does is like lift the balls up though. He doesn't even move them aside. Yeah. So when they run away and he drops them, the balls come after me because it's, yeah. d- it's downhill, mate. <laughs> well, he's never he's never been blessed with an abundance of well, intelligence. This is why you don't you. use your magic ring when you're angry. Yeah, anger, anger, anger is the path to the dark side. But this is one of those ring uses that he chooses as well. He's not asking. Yeah, yeah. He, that, that was very it. intent. This is his. It was definitely. That's probably yeah. why it fucked up then. He yeah. should have used the fucking playing card thing and sliced the balls in half because they can't <laughs> roll if they're cut in half. Yep, that is very true. Bring back slicey uh, card. Slicey card. <laughs> <laughs> Our favorite Jace character. <laughs> and to be honest, it was it was uh, when Jace was 
it his most appealing 2D and trapped inside a playing card. <laughs> so they get out of the pinball table. They start heading back to the Pride. We get a super over-detailed animation of Jace's face again, where it looks all weird and angry and distorted. And then we cut back to uh, Vendetta, who is using a rigged backgammon table and cheats cheats Herc and Herc loses. After that, it cuts back to the Lightning League, all the rest, Gillian and Flora and Jace, as they get back to see the Pride taking off and Herc tied up next to some crates and being incredibly despondent. <laughs> but Herc does note that he didn't get around to fixing the navigation system on the Pride, so she can't get very far. So does that mean it still can't do a starboard turn? Presumably, yeah. She's going to go around in circles. <laughs> Or at least a high-speed stop. Mm -hmm. At this point, the monster mines show up and Jace kind of legs it off and tells the Lightning League to hold them off while he goes after the Pride. So she was kind enough to like take the vehicles out of... The, like, leave the vehicles behind. She just took the ship. She just wanted the large. I wasn't part of the deal, I guess. Mm -hmm. I love how Jace puts on his disguise. Did you notice this? He puts on his disguise no. to fly the bike because he's got to take the bike into it's space. It's not a disguise. It's a, no, but it is. It is his disguise, though. When they show him, he's all in black below, but with a grey trim. It's the dis actual disguise. Oh, animation. you mean from the from, <laughs> from the, the previous the, uh, episode? That's his spacesuit. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. So yeah, Jace jumps on the hover bike and heads out after the Pride with a lightning strike. I should note he he actually lands on the hull of the Pride and Vendetta kind of like just starts swerving the Pride to shake him off. Not how space works. Nope. Uh, vines start to engulf the Gamma Gamba asteroid. Then the vines also like drop in monster mines that grow and roll out. Cookie, meanwhile, is still falling, falling all over Un and she's like, I can't wait to see you in battle. She wants to see that lance get <laughs> deep, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so Jace... Despite being flung off the Pride, it manages to get into the Pride. He manages, he uses the bat utility belt again. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It does. It's so good. There's actual callbacks to previous episodes. Like, when it happens, I'm I, so glad. It's why he, why he can't keep have the route as a belt buckle. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets onto the bridge of the Pride and confronts Vendetta. Vendetta reveals that the asteroid Gamma Gambit is heading into a sun. So Jace throws an alarm. Oh, like he, his face is like he throws an alarmed face. That was supposed to be what that was. My autocorrect removed face. So it just says throws an alarm. I'm just like straight <laughs> like, and then like, like, you bitch. <laughs> throws an alarm. <laughs> out of face, just just before that, when he does actually get to the, the bridge, though, he is immediately seized by her chest robots. And she's like, yeah, throw him out. <laughs> Like, yeah, and plank. he goes willingly. Yeah. Like he just starts, he just sags and starts walking. Like, with well, them. I tried. <laughs> but she, then the pride, thinks, the pride, she thinks he's lying, doesn't she? About yeah, about the the because he tries to warn her, saying, "Look, the navigation's fucked. You ain't going anywhere." And then the pride lurches, which is when her chess robots crash, and he gets free. Basically, he manages to overpower vendetta and vendetta says she was forced to do it she didn't want to do it and this is where she tells him audric's tape is in flipper five on the pinball table so he radio i think he radios that to gillian and flora gillian's like there's no time says it's no time to fight as flora runs off so like gillian eternal pacifist he does put a uh, caveat in there, though. He's like, there's no time to fight unless a reasonable minimum requirement has been met. Like, he definitely <laughs> he definitely footnotes it with, but there's always a time. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. The most well, threatening <laughs> pacifist known to man. <laughs> My next note is, Gillian now says he doesn't like conflict, but when to get a clue it. from Audric no it's but if it's a clue from Audric on the line he has no choice and then my next note in block capitals is Gillian is not a pacifist Gillian claims not to like conflict but he is the biggest shit stirrer in this series Gillian says I don't like conflict and then can unless there's a reason fire tornadoes yeah <laughs> yeah I don't like conflict, but I guess I'll launch fire tornadoes at or these people. I guess I'll have a whale of a time shooting the battle base big turret gun. <laughs> it's t- it's tough I'll... being such a pacifist, but damn, but damn, but damn. Applaud all this violence that Genesis is I love the smell of pacifist napalm in the morning. <laughs> hey, it stops fighting, right? So comms get cut between Jace and Herc. And Herc could care less. Oh, yeah, but he's like instead of talking him into a landing because Jace is going to crash, right? And Herc's like, yeah, 15 degrees. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 yeah. degrees. Because and, and the, and the Jace jump. never knew how, Jace doesn't know how to pilot the Pride apparently now. He's forgotten. He can't despite land having it. done it. You know, yeah, he, he can fly it through space, but I just never landed it. <laughs> but that's that's Herc's, Herc's forte. So, yeah, we basically get like him doing a kind of emergency landing, but he lands it fine. It, 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 it's fine. It's Jace. It'll work out. Power of protagonist. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Jace lands the pride, relaxes, kind of like, okay, yeah, that was tense, but it's fine now. And then he rolls out, Jace rolls out in battle base to help Fer- Her- to help Ferk Herc fight the monster mines. Jace, this is where I know. Can you call animation. it a fight? <laughs> When you just roll yeah. over monster mines in a giant <laughs> building-sized like, robot. So this is where, like, there was another close-up of Jace's face here, and this is where I kind of figured out what was going wrong. Jace looks 20 years older in this episode yeah. than every other episode. This is also the episode Naomi was talking about where Sawboss looked 20 years older. Like, they did mm. yeah. loads of face close-ups in this episode, and some were really good, but more yeah. really bad. Maybe Vendetta wasn't supposed to be as old as she was depicted. <laughs> well, no, I think actually that was the thing, because she looks mm. old and haggard, so you're like, oh, she's the evil person in this. But actually her voice gave away that she was the good like princess in this. Mm. She was actually doing it against her will. You know, she, yeah, made, a yeah. bad, she made a bad deal. <laughs> My life for whatever she was, you but, want. The stuff with Jay, she was doing against her will, but I feel like she chose to go off and dick around with her. Like, I don't think that was in the contract. But he legit no, owed her money. He owed her money. <laughs> yeah, she but did, I mean, like, cheated. under the circumstances... Maybe she could have focused on something else. No, but I mean, like, that was her you priority, know, I'd say, you know, you got to get paid. Yeah. Bitches got to be paid. She was going to get paid from two sources. <laughs> She's going to yeah. get paid with her life and a ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's a win-win situation. So the Lightning League get back on the Pride and Herc fixes the navigation system so they can escape. Vendetta turns to Herc and she's like, I'll tell you what. Because you saved my life, I'll forgive your debt. And because I cheated. I think she just threw and, that in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Cookie to, is like, Oon wants Cookie to come with him. And she's like, no, I have to stay with my chess team. <laughs> I thought that was really sweet. <laughs> Love it. High school romance, isn't it? Mm-hmm. No, sorry, I've got cheer this afternoon. We can't go make out <laughs> under the bleachers or whatever it is yeah. Americans say. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then we get the final reveal of the entire thing in that the basically Sawboss has been playing around with Adobe Audition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. so he's, he's been sampling, mate. Yeah. <laughs> he's found a load of old ta- audio tapes of Audric's notes in the Technodrome, which was Audric's lab, and just compiled them together to make a message for Jace <laughs> and, and put it onto a tape and be like, he made a mixtape of Audric <laughs> for Jace. He's making mixtapes for Jace. Oh, he loves him. 
I just thought you'd like to hear your dad's voice. You know, there's nothing sinister about it. So after that reveal, Herc asks Jace, where to now? And Jace goes, to the farthest corners of the universe. I think like you'd be like, sigh. But to yeah. be fair, like Herc has just technically been paid more than he's ever been paid before. Because like, I know he's not in positive money, but he's got, he's lost a debt that he wouldn't have lost if it wasn't for Jace. You know he's, what I mean? He's broken yeah. even. So yeah. that's actually money made. That's, you know... Mm. Or future money made when he actually does have money he has to give less of it away. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Conceptually the same thing, man. Economics is hard. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> He's no worse off than he was at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. That's that episode. No ring usage here. Oh, no, no. Sorry, we've got double ring usage. This is the double ring usage episode. Yeah. I, I quite enjoyed this episode. I thought there was the, the... I think they could have done a bit more with the games. Like, Squash yeah. was a bit of a fucking cop-out. But Space Vegas could have itself done. was great. Like, the actual... Yeah, that's like what the, I mean. The, I think there was a lot more... background and stuff. I think there was a lot more potential. Like, the big pinball was cool, but, yeah. like squash really space squash that was the best you could come up with like jesus christ guys but they wanted they wanted a sport of the future (laughs) this is what i like about shows like this where they're trying to kind of look forward but they can't really envision anything better than what we have now (laughs) they're like oh it'll be the same but lasers yeah yeah even like the boxing ring before had laser laser wires yeah on the edge. that in fact that's somehow meant to know when that that uh the duel in the sands of judgment was basically pro wrestling Yes, it was. it was like yeah, a proper yeah, yeah, pro wrestling, but super dangerous because yeah. even at the end of the end of the fight, he throws his sword at the ring instead of which, uh, fighting the guy, which disintegrates what? immediately. Yeah, which <laughs> counteracts because at one point Jace does get thrown into the laser ropes and oh, bounces yeah. off. Maybe it's only does it for metal or tech. Here we Maybe. are rationalizing mm. it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was two episodes ago. Anyway, what's the next? Yeah, mm. so we episode fifty, episode fifty four, Circus Planet. Opens up on fucking mountains and rocks. Rocks and canyons. Actually, I was yeah. quite happy to see this at this stage. Yeah. <laughs> it had been three Herc episodes. Even, I'm getting getting the Jonesing. Herc even said, Herc's cottoning it on now because Herc says, this planet is just dirt, rocks, and more rocks. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Like, mate, it's, it's, your, it's your home turf. They're like, at least if the Monster Man come, we have a trap ready. Yeah. Yes. So the root is, they're there because the root's reacting to something of Audric's. Uh, meanwhile, Herc is getting shitty, shirty with Oon because why wouldn't you, basically? Uh, Gillian is back at the ship doing some like mechanical repairs on Drill Sergeant because it had been damaged somehow in one fight or another. And what we, what we find is that Jace basically finds that there's this one particular mountain which is where Audric's signal is emanating from. Wait, wait, wait. So there's a moment, though, where Gillian's fixing under the ship. He's like, oh, mm. pass me the sproctonic wedge or something. And Flora <laughs> uses telekinesis to grab to a figure out which one it and was. give it to him with her eyes closed. Like, what? Since when did I she have she tele- did... telekinetic so, powers? I think, I also think this was because she didn't know which, because he asked her a specific size. And I, I think she didn't know which size was which, so she used her telepathy to figure out. So fucking weird. But telekinesis is not... Is that something oh, yeah. you've done already? No, no, only when it came to plants. Heading towards full carry, I think. Yeah. Mm. She'll become the perfect bride for Sawbosh yet. Then <laughs> she'll dump pig's blood on him. <laughs> so they find this mountain, kind of very phallic rock structure that has Audric signal emanating from it. And it's inside the mountain. And Jay says he's going to use, and I quote, the density decreaser 
to drive through the mountain. And Herc's like, no, you'll be fucking, you're fucking crazy. This is just designed to drive through slightly thick walls. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really useless thing <laughs> anyway. It basically makes him, a, it makes him a ghost, basically, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he uses his density, dis- density, dis- that's a really hard thing mm. to say, density decrease array to drive through this mountain and get into the center of it. He, like, Oon hates it the entire time. He's just like, no, no, we're going to die, we're going to die, and they're fine. But he gets into the mountain, and what does he find? But another fucking orb. Okay, so based on previous episodes, if I found a hidden lab of Aldrich and it had some weird fucking orbs in that I didn't know what they were, I'd be like, it's another fucking doomsday device. Yeah. We should not... Under any circumstances, bring these two separate things together. Yeah, so he finds a black orb, a big black orb, and a slightly smaller white I, I orb. Thought... And the first thing he does is put the white orb yeah. in the yeah. black orb. <laughs> I love how Audrey's like, congratulations for solving the puzzle. Only you could have done that. But I was like, why is it? It was just a blacker than black orb. Like, I was like, yeah. is, is the art missing here? Or is this. Do you know like... what he was? Do you know what he was doing, though? Putting the white orb inside the black. He was creating a Malteser. <laughs> nice. A dark white <laughs> Malteser. <laughs> So, and this, yeah, this orb basically is a hollow projector. And there's a message left by Audric that says, on Truth Day... No, of, it's Free Day. It was from Truth Free Day. Free Day. In it the no, the message was on Truth Day. Right, the message okay. was left on Truth Day. In the month of flame. And in the month of flame. And he says that on Free Day, in the month of the star, I will be in such and such a planet. I forget what the actual... Yeah, he does just say such a... Here, here, it's just a star map. Yeah. And uh, they, they, they work out that they missed him by two weeks and that they've got two days to get to the location where he is now before he leaves. Herc obviously knows where the planet is because Herc knows where every planet is. And he's like, it's a bit of a slog, but we can make it there. So let's book it. Sawboss, meanwhile, has been spying on them this entire time with a... F- they're turning their biggest... We- <laughs> their, their greatest folly into their greatest weapon. <laughs> They've Just got a rock, rock satellite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with a camera in it. I love this. And engines as well. well so the like, monster minds have conquered nature at last. It's like one of those animal trapper things, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, it's basically a rocket open, rock that opens up like a hatch with a camera in it and it stares out. And then he watches them. And as they fly off, this rock just opens up another hatch and protrudes engines and flies off after it's them. It's so unsubtle. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's subtle enough because they don't notice. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. So they head off to this planet, which turns out to be the circus planet. Right, can I Yeah, I have to get this off my chest because I have so many problems with this. First of all, I don't know why you would turn a whole planet into a circus. I, I don't see... Carnies, isn't it, mate? <sighs> but also... I am going to be on this planet is not, an in, is, is not a helpful message. <laughs> like, planets are big. That's one of their defining characteristics. If I just said to you, oh, I'll meet you on Earth, how does that help you at all? It's <laughs> yeah. like, it's... No it's a good point. You're fencing out for dinner tomorrow night on Earth somewhere. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, even, you know, like, landmass is still a yeah. fairly, like, yeah. oh, I'm... You, do you want to... Wait, well, case what, in point, when your mate came to Amsterdam and was like, I'm at the canal. Oh, uh, Arda. Yeah. Uh, who, oh, for nice. Ian's stag do, yeah. Arda was just like, hey, we were like, phoned him up and he was like, where are you? He's like, I'm at the canal. 
Like, <laughs> you're taking the piss, mate. <laughs> like, what, what is Amsterdam most known for? It's true, though. And, and the planet is like like overridden with people, isn't it? It's a circus planet. There's like, yeah, there's loads yeah. of. It, basically, if you if you expanded Disneyland out to the size of a planet, like in terms of uh, in terms of capacity, like yeah. capacity, it's that busy. Oh, it's but it's full of carnies. But it's because a lot of the planets they go to, there's really only one kind of center of civilization right like you've the got a whole see. planet but the you we kind see. of they land one on one part or whatever they land on one part of every planet for all we know on the other side of the hemisphere of the planet is like some bustling metropolis and- <laughs> but this is a circus planet the whole planet is circuses which it just sounds magical horrific and impractical and horrible and, and, and unhelpful like he mm. i will be at you know the big top wouldn't even be helpful on no. a circus planet so they, they land on the planet, they come out of the Pride, and Flora's really enjoyed with what she sees, but you wouldn't know it from the animation, because like I mentioned earlier, their faces are just black dots for features. Mm. It's real shonky, real bad. So Jace immediately says, they're not here to, like, it just kills everyone. It's just like, fun. you are not here to enjoy yourselves. We didn't come to this circus for good times. <laughs> no one goes to a circus for a good time. <laughs> so they set out to they 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 set out and split up to go, try and cover more ground, twice as much ground, in fact, to find Audric. Jace goes with Herc and Un and Gillian and Flora go off their way, and they 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 says take your laser scrolls or something to show around Audric's picture, which you never see because Gillian just uses magic MacGuffin to show a picture of Audric, and Jace doesn't even ask anyone if they've seen Audric. Well, he's <laughs> like father like son because when Audric's looking for Jace, he's just like, "Have you seen a boy?" And yeah, like, probably. Uh. But <laughs> narrow it down a bit, mate. This does prove Audric is actually looking for Jace. Yeah, there's well, no I mean, scheme behind this. Not he's, very hard. He's, yeah, but I mean, he's, he's well. I, I, I question, I question, because we'll, we'll come to it. This is sort of so, where you go to when you're divorced parents, so you take your kids to the, the circus, you know, and, yeah. and that's it, you're the cool dad. And then at the end of the circus, you're like, oh, I'll go back with your mum now. Yeah. <laughs> this was. Oh, you don't have a mum. Sorry, I'll just leave you with Gillian then. Sorry, I'm off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at least you got to have candy floss for tea, right? Or did candy, candy floss, floss have you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So as they're as they're walking along, Oon gets kind of touted by this carny sweet sales guy. He's like, "Hey, samples!" And I think Oon was going to ask about Audric, but he gets cut off and is like, "Hey!" He starts giving him samples, and um, we cut back to Jace and Herc, and they're like, "Where's Oon?" And Herc's just like, oh, "He's probably going to get an oil change or something." Who cares? Like, just doors not cage. Just like, can we just go? Uh, but they go back and they, they find Oon. It cuts back to Oon. He's just got like this arm full of candy. And the guy's like, these are all the samples I have. Now, what will you buy? And he's like, buy? I thought this was free. And he's like, <clears throat> you can see like the, the anger in the guy's face. And he's like, of course it is. And he gives him this candy floss. And he's like, here, try this. And he's like, oh, what's this? Carnivorous candy eat it before it eats you. And then he just turns into this monster and it's like, ah! And he what? throws it all back. And then the the guy's like, perfect, just as I planned. Yeah, what is this guy's business plan? <laughs> His business model has flaws. It wouldn't get funded on Dragon's Den, that's for sure. I guess as long as he gets the money before the candy floss eats his customers. But, mm-hmm. you know, word of mouth is probably going to spread pretty quickly. I did note that a planet full of carnies is pretty fitting for the LL. They should yeah. blend right in. Yeah. So Flora comes across this carny guy with the the worst voice ever. It's proper Hanna-Barbera, mm. goofy, 
and type thing. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got a broken teleporter. And immediately, I, I, I'm like, I'm, because I'd, I'd seen this episode before Naomi once already. And I'm just staring daggers at Naomi, like, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, like, Chekhov's, fucking Chekhov's, Chekhov's, again. Chekhov's teleporting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, she's, he's like, roll up, roll up, see my teleporter. And Flora's like, oh, can you really teleport anyone anywhere? And he's like, can I tell you a secret? Yes. <laughs> Sometimes. Once. But it's broken now. It doesn't work. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Fucks off. But more on this later. And points for anyone who's already figured out how this episode <laughs> ends. Yeah. <laughs> so, meanwhile, Audric goes to watch a trapeze artist and just walks up to some random person enjoying the show and goes, have you seen my son? <laughs> doesn't give him any information no, he's just or like, description. This guy's just like, no, not even you know he has the same hair as me. Yeah, nothing. So obviously this guy is like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's just like, no, I'm not. Piss off. I'm watching the trapeze artist and the weird six-trunked elephants and elephants, 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 and uh, the lions standing on their legs or space lions standing on their legs. So Audric then comes out of there and he comes this like bug-looking person, which we didn't mention. I forgot to mention. We see the silhouette of this bug person behind Audric as he walks off trying to find Jace earlier. Mm. And Audric goes up to him and goes, I'm looking for my son. And this this bug guy's like, ah, oh, Jace. Yes. But he talks like Yoda. Yeah. He's I like, have. seen him, yeah. I have. He's looking for you, he is. Pay me, you will. And tell you where he... And then he, Audric gets really, like, shirty. Really he's like, shirty. I... I will not bargain with money for my son. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, look, that's like how much that's standard missing children yeah. stuff. Is you put a reward up? Yeah. But like at this point... This is why I'm like, he doesn't really want to find it. Imagine if you uh, called at, a at tip point, line, you're like, I think I found your missing child. Um, I saw a reward poster for £50,000 for any, any information that led to him. And they're like, I will not bargain with you, Al sir. Day. Yeah. <laughs> I think at this point, this, this insect guy does turn out to be... Yeah, so he doesn't. He, yeah. But at this point, there's nothing to make Audric think. No. He's no, the no, guy no, who's no. like, "Yeah, I've seen your kid. Like, you know, pay me and I'll tell you where. I'll tell you." like, guy, "How dare you?" The ant alien guy doesn't even argue. He literally just points over somewhere and says, "He's over there." <laughs> yeah, I will. He wanted he like because he's it. He, it shows that he's got like a monster mind vine on the back of his neck. Oh. Um, and I don't know if that means he's being mind controlled mm. or if it's just how he communicates oh with Sorbos telepathically. The wasps are back. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering if there's like a bit of a kind of not triffids, but uh, no, we spoke those before. You remember when the wasps sting the things and they yeah. grow a spore out the back of their neck, mm. and then they yeah, do, they do the bidding of the spore. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, a bit of that. So, but you just think as Audric, like you are that you your son is probably on this planet, right? You've set things up, but you're pretty sure your son is going to make it to this undisclosed location that you've given him. You're this close to finding your kid, and the first person is like, "I can help you." You're like, "Fuck off! How dare you?" He doesn't want to find his kid. It's fair. So yeah, this the big the bug guy kind of telepathically tells Sorbot because like as we were saying before, he was going to tell yeah. Audric where to go anyway, but he was just trying to make a bit of money on the side, you know. Yeah, Carney's been Carney. Exactly. Yeah. So he radios back to Sorbos to tell him that both Jason and Audric are there and looking for each other. Sorbos says that they will do whatever it takes. They will destroy the planet itself, but they will kill Jason Aldrich this time. That's fair. I mean, the and stakes are high. The roots, yeah. the roots are as close the as they've the ever been. They're in proximity, yeah, yeah completely. And apart from at the end of the 
Liberty Stone saga. Enough about that. That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so he fires down some vine pods from the satellite that's orbiting the circus planet. The monster mines land, they grow, they roll out and attack. Flora start, uh, start to like head into attack and Flora senses them. She, this time they actually have communicators. Mm. That's very true. So yeah, Jay, Flora radios Jace to say, hey, monster mines are here. Watch yourself. I did note here that neither Jace nor Audric have considered just walking around shouting each other's names. <laughs> it's true. You know, looking for every someone circus, 101. Every circus has a missing kids uh, area. I was about to say that. Where's there the must PA? be an information There desk. is a PA yeah. system as well. because they, The St. They, John's Ambulance. They use a PA system in this as well, so they could have just been... Yeah, yeah to, to announce that they're being attacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jace kind of, as soon as he learns the monster mines are coming, he's like, well, fuck my dad. We need to find the ringmaster to warn him that they're being attacked. He tells Gillian and Flora to go back to the battle base. But uh, Flora's like, no, we have to find Audric and legs it off to go and try and find him. And Gillian's like, but no, Flora, wait, I'm an old man. Shit, bollocks. Did she like, so they, 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 he's hoodwinked into carrying on looking for, for Audric. Jace finds the ringmaster and tells him they're under attack. And the ringmaster says, no, no, the circus has neutrality. It's fucking Switzerland, Space apparently. Switzerland. <laughs> I can see that. Everyone, who would attack everyone, the circus? Who would attack a circus planet? Though? What's, what's the circus is a terrible place. If I, if I was, if I was a, 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 an evil dictator with an army, my first, first, order, first order of business all is all circuses are going to die. <laughs> Man, circuses are amazing, though. They offer so, no, they offer they're so not, much. No, they're nightmare fuel. No, but they offer like hopes and dreams and, and like amazing sugar for kids. But also for adults, they offer like threat and terror and like fear. Like, how can they do so much? Like clowns, the essence of a clown is like, some I people love it, the beauty, but some people are absolutely terrified of clowns. I, I like, circuses are just the gambit. They're the extremes of both ends, aren't they? They're both horrifying mm. and a wonderful place. <laughs> I, I just have... Okay, I, I, my, I, argument... my, my only memories of a circus are being cold, because it was winter, wet, and stepping in lots of horse shit. My argument against circuses is, how many horror films and books are set at circuses or involve clowns? It's a lot. Yeah. Anyway, so the ringmaster is like, no, no, but then his hat is also like a TV screen. I love that. It's like Saul Boss's head thing, but it's his hat. He just looks into the box <laughs> yeah. of his magic hat. And he's like, oh no, we are being attacked. So uh, Jace orders Arm Force, Spike Trike, and Quick Draw to use Plan 7. Interesting. From outer space. <laughs> <laughs> and the ringmaster... Yeah, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say that the ringmaster basically causes general disarray by <laughs> announcing that they're getting complete over the entire park. He's like, but he does it in such a jovial manner. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, we're under attack. <laughs> Immediately, <laughs> and everyone just goes. And if you notice the, the shot where everyone's running and screaming, there's this one shot where it's just the same person looped running past the screen well, yeah. running in circles in panic I guess. <laughs> no no but it's like a parade of the same person just running past I don't, know, like, I don't wow. know if, if Audric has like selective hearing or anything but he's like grabbing passers-by being like what's happening what's happening like yeah like he didn't just hear this huge announcement <laughs> the big PA announcement I'm gonna say Audric is an incredibly unfocused person yeah mm. and that's probably the cause of a lot of his problems so 
it then cuts back to Jace and <laughs> this, this this scene made me die. It cuts back to Jace and Herc stood outside the big top and Herc goes, I hope our vehicles get here before the monster mind show up and the monster <laughs> mind <laughs> immediately show up. He must have been able to see them coming towards them as saying that. There's no way. It's like that. Roman Reigns in his golf cart. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, so the, the Jason uh, Herc just leg it away from these monster minds <laughs> that just appeared out of nowhere, apparently. And they leg it back into the big top, and Jay starts climbing up a rope because that seems like a lot. Like, not, not just keep legging it, no, we'll go up. Because he's acrobatic. Uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Herc gets Boone and puts him on one side of a seesaw and tells him to close his eyes. <laughs> doesn't tell him anything more and then he's and then he got the, he gets it he like taunts a ko cruiser who slams its wrecking ball down on the other side of the seesaw flinging Oon up and he lands and like grabs on this post and is he and then he's like what now and herc's like wait for it and as he slides down his his lance cuts a net and it's like a trapeze catch net yeah. thing and it just gently falls down onto the monster mines who upon being covered by this light net immediately go oh no fuck and just crash into each other like oh god no a net they found a new weakness strategic genius by, uh, by her <laughs> it was and the lucky yeah. lance strikes again like he yes. actually missed and it was just Oon sliding that did it <laughs> yeah, well, I think that was the intention. Like, he intended for Oon to slide down. Because because Herc actually, like, Trick when Oon says, what now? Herc goes, wait for it. Yeah. And Jace is getting shot at while he's up on this podium thing. And he jumps onto this rope and slides down to all arm force. Or what as he calls Operation Catch and Grab. <laughs> <laughs> the Jace has to name everything, everything. he does. <laughs> no, that's it. Grab and grab run. And operation run. grab and run. Everything's an operation. But he literally Just grabs Oon off the pole and everything with armed forces arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Jace says the show must go on. Like, you know, pun time. Eh? And uh, he said, we've got to show the monster minds that the, the show must go on. They they start fighting the monster At which point mind. they destroy the big top. So it's like, yeah. no, Jace. <laughs> uh, because they yeah they all start driving out through the 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 material of the big top and Herc <laughs> Herc turns to ask Chase what do we do now and Chase is like one find Aldrich in the route two use the route to destroy the monster mines three stay alive I'm like surely three should be that, number yeah, one that should be your priority first <laughs> all things will flow from this yeah. <laughs> So, meanwhile, Gillian and Flora uh, run into all the carnies hiding in one of the tents. And Flora tells them to fight, despite not having weapons. And they're like, no, but, but what should, how can we fight? And Gillian says, surely, wait, surely Gillian says and extols pacifist virtue and says, lay down your no, arms no. and have no, a peaceful Gillian, Gillian, Gillian. He tells them to get out of there and fight. No, Gillian actually says that, you know, you could stay here and cower, but if once you choose to resist and fight, the battle is already won. Uh, Which is a lie. The cry of Lies. pacifist. Yeah, <laughs> get out I'm there like, and sacrifice yourselves. Like Gillian has obviously never taken part in any kind of such revolution. Or these are unarmed, <laughs> really, these are unarmed right. civilian clowns, basically. <laughs> I like, although we can't really fold them because they do beat the monster. <laughs> I do, yeah. yeah. On like, foot, on foot, rocks no, beat no. the monster mind. They just go up to them and punch them. <laughs> I love it. Like the next scene is like the next scene is Jason Herc kind of beat by the monster minds. Herc's like, oh, I guess we're done. Like proper, just depressed and downfall. And Gillian's like, "No, you're not." And just keeps marching forward, leading army this of army clowns. of clowns. 
and they just run at the monster mines and start punching them like there's one scene where there's like four guys climbing on top of a KO cruiser punching it and then all of a sudden it's just sad it's basically like the the inter game between uh, Street Fighter 2 Turbo where you had to punch the car to death basically yeah. they're yeah, just yeah, clowns yeah. doing that <laughs> and uh, Jace then goes oh I'll try this and what he does is he grabs hold of I think it's a KO cruiser's like oh it might be a ter- no it's a terror tanks like chomper mouth thing and basically does an acrobatic flip in arm force using the terror tank as like a pivot point Just showing off yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> he's uh, he's even acrobatic in a vehicle he's obviously inspired by the bravery of the clowns so meanwhile flora is gillian and flora are like We've got to go. Fight. We've still, or Flora's still like, We've got to find Audric. We've got to find Audric. And Gillian goes running after Flora. And then who should appear? But Audric is like, "Hello, old friend. It's good to see you." And Gillian's like, "Ah, Audric is here. Now the battle is finally over. While there's war raging all around, <laughs> yeah. around him. <laughs> this is why he's a pass. At some point during the he battle, he doesn't see well, fight. Teleporter thing just fires at one. Well, this is what happens now because Flora sees. Audric and starts running towards him and one of the saw troopers starts barreling towards Flora and Audric dives out of like dives to save uh, Flora and like saves her from being run over and then you saw boss kind of like telepathically appears on this saw trooper and he's like Audric I've got you now and starts driving towards him then this teleporter from earlier just kind of it got hit by one of the monster mines in a car chase earlier so it's a bit on the frit even more on the fritz and it just randomly goes off and zaps this saw trooper into nothingness like they don't know where it went and this happens again as well to another saw trooper and just as this is happening uh, as that second one's disappeared Jace rolls up and park so Audric's on one side of this teleportation device. Jace parks on the opposite side, so they have to walk past it to get to each other. Does anyone know where this is going? That's so contrived. So they, like he's like my son, dad, and they start like running <laughs> towards each other. And just as they get to the hugging distance, this teleporter goes off and like hits Audric, and he looks in pain. He's like. <laughs> And then disappears. Oh, it could be in space. I know you're not. I, mean, I know it's not supposed to be funny, but it made me laugh. No, it, it was fucking hilarious. And then they turn to the guy who was running the machine, like, "Where did he go?" And he's like, "Well, anywhere." Yeah, it explodes. So the teleport explodes, right? And like the odds that you would be just in space are phenomenal. Yeah. Like the odds you'd land somewhere yeah. where you could live. Yeah, yeah, like. The, Audric's dead. It's Maybe that's why a, it never ends. I mean, it's fifteen yeah. episodes left almost, but. <laughs> So yeah, Gillian, Jace is proper down about his dad being zapped into nothingness. And Gillian's like, don't worry, it was destiny that that brought us to him now. It'll be <laughs> destiny that leads us together. It was Audric that brought him here yeah, now. It was, it was Audric's message. I feel like so, this was one big meta joke episode, because if you remember, <laughs> right at the start, we opened on a rocky, craggy planet. <laughs> Did we get a fucking canyon yeah. fight? Did we fuck? They know. No. They know the jokes. They've, they've been listening to the podcast and they've changed their fucking methods. <laughs> like, what is happening? So I noted here, like, Gillian, Gillian says, it's destiny that they will find Audric again and triumph. I'm like, no, it's not. It's destiny that they will get cancelled. <laughs> Cancel culture coming um, for Jace. And no ring usage no. again. And we come on to the last episode for this installment of the show. Episode 55, Common Bond, my least favorite of this episode. Mm, The weakest. Largely because one of the sons in this 
voice acting Orcon or whatever his name, name. O- what's Octo. Octo Octo that's it Octo his voice acting is fucking atrocious yeah. and it jarred me throughout the entire I feel like episode. the voice actor understood the quality of the work he was doing no I mean I'm sorry <laughs> this was just like, like as much this was literally prepared. reciting like school play recital of lines just I have these lines I they are in front of me I will read yeah. them he was supposed to come across as like mm-hmm. snotty and untrusting yeah. It just but, came yeah. came across as slightly disinterested and yeah. So we open this episode on a father and his two sons. I think running from I think the young one was meant but to be. But you couldn't girl. really tell. It didn't even establish no. that until halfway through the episode what That's, they made. Well yeah. we'll come well he's running with them and he's telling them to hide and because the monster minds are after him and they're gonna make him work they 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 want to capture his giant scientific brain and put it to work and he he hides them in a under the floor it does a millennium falcon hiding right hides them under the floor and says you need once i've been captured contact the lightning league they're the only people that can rescue me tell them i have created a a route like audrix they'll know what that means and his son goes jace he takes credit for everything that his father Roderick did. I hate him. And it's just like, what? Yeah. There's no content. No content. I actually think that that line was flubbed. I think it's that was supposed to be insinuated that Audric was taking credit for everything their father did. Yeah. No, as, I... no as, as, stuff, as stuff pans on throughout the episode, it's... Um, because the dad's like skipping ahead. The dad later on is saying, "Oh, everything I told you about Audric yeah. was a lie." Oh, I suppose. Yeah, I was I thinking think that, that. I tracks, think the voice actor flubbed yeah, this. Yeah, that track flubbed this. Line. Maybe I was. Yeah, because I thought the implication was just that. Yeah, that the dad had been lying to his kids out of a kind of envy. Yeah, but I think but why the, line, the, way, yeah, the, the, the line that he delivers that, yeah. is like, "Oh, Jace is going around claiming that he did everything that Audric did." Mm. Where actually is what I think the the line was supposed to insinuate is that actually this guy is the guy that did all the signs that Audric we yeah, think Audric, Audric is yeah. taking claim. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That would that would make a lot more sense. Yeah. So I think this voice actor not only I mean this is it might this not be is, on him. It could be a script error. Uh, yeah. But, uh, either way, it, this is just bad. Mm. And it, it took me. It wasn't until the end that I figured out. Oh, that's what this must mean. And it made his attitude make a lot more sense. But. Anyway, terrible voice acting aside, the father has developed this route like Audrey, seals him under the floor, and he gets taken to the planet Quantrax. The kids, after the monster mines disappear, they get out from their, their hiding spot and they radio the Lightning League and the kid, the elder kid, Auto, 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 Auto is like, can't believe we're having to rely on Jace, what a shithead. I mean, <laughs> he's not far off, right? Yeah. But <laughs> he, he, he hates him for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Right attitude, wrong reasons. But uh, he he radios in, and Flora's like their receptionist. She's like, "Hello, you've reached the Lightning League. How can I direct your call?" Yeah. I thought it was gonna be like a voicemail message. <laughs> you've reached the Lightning League. You're not available to say your call right now because we're busy fighting monster minds. Please leave, leave your a message. message. <laughs> after, <laughs> please leave your message after the lightning strikes. Lightning strikes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally gonna change my answer phone into that. That's excellent. <laughs> They're like, "Hey." We're these kids. Our dad's been captured by the monster mines. He's created a route like Audric's. Come and help us. And then it cuts back to Gillian and the Lightning League. And they're like, oh, is this possible? Is this true? And Gillian's like, well, anything's possible. What was the dad's name? 
Fargo? Gar. Fockler? Gar. Gar, yeah. Okay, Gar. He's like, yes, Gar did work with Audric, but he was a fucking shit scientist. <laughs> really, he really like, throws some shade. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's possible, but it's Gar. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a dumbass. He does he does say like, oh, he could have copied it, I guess. And like, that's pretty yeah. good science. Like, copying science is still pretty good. But yeah, but damn, yeah, he properly shades him. I thought I thought he was doing it for mm. one of the kids because it cuts to it immediately after <laughs> the kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are. Killian being like, oh, I don't think so. Your dad sucks. Yeah, they are actually yeah. in a breakout room or whatever. So yeah, and then um, meanwhile we got back to the eldest kid talking to his uh, sibling. sibling. But da 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 Cena. Yeah, so saying that the Lightning League are as much an enemy to them as the Monster Minds. I'm like, mate, get your priorities right. Mm. And again, I, I just, like every other note in this is voice acting is terrible. Voice acting is terrible. Voice acting is terrible. So the elder brother is basically just a, a petulant little shed. He should get on really well with Jace. They so, should have a common bond. <laughs> ah, the name of the episode. So the they the, the Lightning League arrive. They pick up the kids. They they're like, all right, let's head to Quantrax. And Herc's like, hey, 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 Quantrax is the world's or the most advanced jail in the galaxy or in the universe. And everyone's like. How do you know that? And turns out, like, yeah. okay, amongst all the things Herc has done, he's there. done hard time. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> before we get to this, when they first go to pick up the kids, like Octo is warning his, his sibling, he's like, you know, don't trust Jace, they don't want the root. And Jace kind of strides up and is like, I'm Jace, where's the root? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just like playing into his, in, in, like, because Octo does go, see, fucking told you. And then Jace immediately asks for the root again. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, root, root, root. I heard you had a root. <laughs> like, I genuinely think if they'd have produced the root, he'd have just gone, cheers, and left. <laughs> blow the planet up on the way out so no one knew about this just like dad would do <laughs> Audric the terrible <laughs> I love how as soon as they they see the planet and they're like there's a prison on here and they're like this is a trap and Jace is like well that's fine because it's not a trap to get in it's a trap to get out <laughs> and, we, and right now we need to get in yeah. that's it yeah. wants us to get in yeah yeah and it's defended oh, we'll by like a. To, we'll come on to the methods. Yeah, it's defended by like a tornado. Yeah, it's, engul- it's like, engulfed well, in a hurricane. Wasn't here when I was here. Yeah, space it's engulfed in a hurricane, space hurricane, because those exist. Uh, yeah, they say it's a trap. So we then cut to. <laughs> we then cut to Sorbas. 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 Sorbas and Gar. Sorbas and Gar. And um, it turns out Gar's working for Sorbas. He set all this up to make himself look cool in front of his kids. <laughs> How fucking lame. It's a better deal so than your life, I guess, but still. <laughs> <laughs> like, will my kids respect me after this? And so what's is like, whatever, I don't care. This is why I don't want to be a father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to have to get myself captured by evil plants just so <laughs> my kids are like, oh, the, the Taliban way I can again. make my kids think I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, kids, you've got to hide, like, just <laughs> raising your kids the entire time to hide in the basement because the Taliban are coming. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's basically what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. He's the only way I can win my kids' respect is by working with the terrorists. In a way, he's almost uh, yeah, it's just a bit of psychological torture on his I kids. love how Sawboss just completely dismisses him and he's just like, All right, you've done what I need you to do now, fuck it. And, it, You're fine and the guy's like, What about my kids? And they're like, Well, they'll just see you're fucking incompetent, won't they? <laughs> chuck him in <laughs> chuck him in prison. And that's it. <laughs> 
Like, I, I, I really respected Sorbos for his decision making on this <laughs> he one. Even like, disses yep, him about being a shit scientist because the guy's like, you might, you, yeah. might, you promised me a lab as well, and Sorbos is like, why would I give you a lab? You're a useless scientist. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're shit, mate. Everybody knows it's like a galaxy wide reputation. <laughs> like, you're lame and you're a rubbish scientist, and your kids don't respect you. Gar can't even make alkalis. <laughs> oh, oh, Gar can't tell his alkali from his acids. So the scientific version of arsehole and elbow. Mm-hmm. But yes, so they are trying to figure out a way to get into the prison. The oldest son's being a shithead, winding Herc up. Herc is getting real shitty with the kid. Like, he's getting real tired of this kid's shit. He goes off to uh, to work on his winch. His winch that he's real fucking proud of. It's a big of. winch. It's a big <laughs> it's winch. Really he actually says... They don't make them like this any anymore. They this can, can winch, winch anything. anything. And Oon just walks up to it and immediately breaks it with his lance. <laughs> so they <laughs> So instead of being winched down into the planet, oh, before they come up with this plan, actually, Gillian says that he has a genetic tracking device that they can they can use the kids' DNA to then track the father. And if only there was some other application for that. Like, yeah. Like, if only, I wonder if you could find use it to find any other relatives that you've been looking for for <laughs> fucking years. This really annoyed me. I'm like, why has this never come up before? Have you just had this kicking around and now you're like, oh yeah, oh, but it's a one-time use. <laughs> so, Even if one we would really need it. <laughs> yeah, I got re- I, like my 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 next three lines of notes are all just block capitals of the fuck. Because <laughs> like you know. A solid plan using a winch to lower yourself down. Something. What? 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 Do, what's the next logical step you take when a win, when you're parachutes in it? Exactly. You got a parachute. In. Parachutes in it. <laughs> in space. Yeah. Like we should still say this is still set in space. You got a parachute. Jace yeah. said it would work, so it's gonna work. So, so like Herc gets really irate with the kid for dissing Jace's plan, and he's like getting really hot and bothered on Jace's behalf, and like Jace says it's gonna work. It's gonna. Work. I love. I love that Jace now gets the opportunity to tell two young women that they can't do something, and for them to completely. <laughs> ignore everything he says and yes. go and hide in one of the trucks yeah so yeah the the flora and uh Cena, Cena, you can't uh, see her supposed to say under the yeah, truck gonna say, <laughs> you beat me to it now <laughs> so yeah they 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 stow away in uh spike trike but they didn't mean to but meanwhile anyway they they, they so they drive all the vehicles out and start parachuting in like tanks parachute like tanks being parachuted over Normandy and uh, one of the monster mind generals reports to Sorbos <laughs> this is like, so good love this so he's like they're parachuting into the prison Sorbos goes that annoying Jace but he is shrewd I never thought I he I would have never thought he'd try something so obvious. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why parachuting into a hurricane is the obvious. It's so point. obvious. Because <laughs> he knows Jace. I guess, yeah. <laughs> what what dumb fuck would Jace the do? That clearly Jace and Sawboss both faced with this situation were like parachutes. Yeah, what's the most root one? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course, parachutes. Yeah, they parachute down and they land absolutely fine. Because parachutes work in hurricanes. Mm-hmm. That's fact. They don't rely on wind or and anything in like that. Space, right? <laughs> well, if there's wind in space, parachutes work in space. <laughs> the, 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 I, yeah. So as they land, the older brother says that their dad will be in a botanical lab because Sawboss captured him to work on plants. So Flora does some mental ubery jubery and says, I don't sense any other plants apart from monster mines. 
and the elder brother doesn't believe her because he's like, no, why would that be? But surely if he'd brought, Sorbos had brought him in to work on plants, the plants he'd be working on would be fucking yeah, monster mines, exactly. right? Yeah, there's nothing suspect about yeah. this so far. No, no. So the Gillian at this point says, this is definitely a trap. And Jace is like, yep, it's a trap, but we can escape. It's fine. Herc drew me a map. <laughs> cool. <laughs> like, great. We'll rely on Herc's napkin map. Yep. Herc's memory of this prison <laughs> that he was in, somewhere in between being in the Space Foreign Legion, being a pirate. And construction. Being, yeah, working for the Marine Corps. Slaving. Yeah. And moving. Oh, yes, being a slaver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why he was in prison. Yeah. He did say it was a freight problem, which is how he refers to the slaves. (laughs) (laughs) Jace, they they all kind of roll off in the vehicles to go and start trying to find Gar. Gar. And uh, out of nowhere, a load of monster mines appear, including snapdragons. And the snapdragons fire a tractor beam at the the group of vehicles and they all they're all stuck and they're all they can't move at all and how should they get out of the tractor beam i mean it's an inventive use of a stone bridge they're not going over it they're not going over it <laughs> they collapse a stone bridge off of it he's collapsing <laughs> it on into the raised path basically and then, how... then then it tractor beams all the rocks back at the monster mines and <laughs> sends them flying i don't get how armed for- like they don't have the power to break through the tractor beam but armed force did have the power to reach up and smash the bridge yeah because they were still moving yeah, back like so they turned the arm around as they were getting pulled back uh, okay. yeah get off of it I love it. you're right though Octo is so annoying because he's like they all get yeah. together mm. don't they and then he just starts sulking they get to like a larvae yes. area yeah as they drive past he's like well now what, what are you, you gonna do and he's like I will, I'll show you Jace is like I'll show you and they freeze the lava because we know what fire extinguishers in this universe can do <laughs> and G- Gillian mentions <laughs> the kid though he's like I'm getting tired of how yeah. grateful you are well he said <laughs> yeah he says I don't know where your anger comes from boy but you're losing sight of why we're here to rescue your father for fuck's sake you little shit I love it so but he, they drive across the ice they get onto the next platform and there's a drawbridge and the kid is still like well you still have me yeah I'm going there you're still fucking drawbridge what are you going to do and uh, <laughs> like, like, Jace is him. like you gonna have to drill out the uh the lock gillian and gillian's like no 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 magic yeah, yeah we don't have time for that just the rock time of the show is coming to an end <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he, he just uses magic to unlock the drawbridge and they drive on through and saw boss calls the dad like he calls the dad in his cell and he's like how is my so-called <laughs> just to torture him i love this bit actually because <laughs> yeah. he does it just to take it the is- piss yeah, he was like, the Lightning League are here, you'll get to watch them be destroyed. And the dad's like, that wasn't the deal. I'm like, what, what was, was the, the deal? deal? <laughs> it was, exactly. He was supposed to look cool in front of his kids. And then, and then Sawboss brings a massive screen into the cell, and it zooms in on the Lightning League vehicles with his kids in them. So he just literally yeah. rubs it in his face, basically. All these, he, falls, um... he falls to the floor in despair. No. And then he's like, I'm going to save my kids and just gets a wooden chair and throws it at the laser beam. The not laser not beam just chair, a wooden just chair, a... the only wooden chair, the only place to sit in <laughs> yeah, his entire yeah. cell. And he just throws it at the beams and it immediately disintegrates and he's just like, that falls to the ground again, like, I'm so shit. I'm like, yep. All these people who make deals with Sorbos, like, you know, he, he is he is infamous throughout the galaxy by this point. He's conquered enough of it that people know what his deal is. And he just keeps finding people who are like, yeah, I'll but make a deal not, with you as long as you not promise not deals. to hurt Jace. I won't kill you if you do this. Like, 
Yeah, <laughs> come on. But you're like, well, this deal was like, Sawboss was like, I'm going to set it up so your kids think you're cool. Yeah. yeah. If you give me Jake, it's true. And you knew Audrey. And this well, guy was like, be, yeah, yeah, okay. To be fair, this is very similar to the deal that he struck up with the general from the galaxy yes. intergalactic commandos. Yeah. It's like, I'll make you look cool in front of your troops. <laughs> but you would think, like, word would have spread. Like, it, no, it shouldn't need saying that you can't trust the evil tyrannical dictator. Mm. Man. It's okay. So it's okay. Yeah, good we've point. Got ten episodes left. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> so, after Sawboss mocks Gar, which I mean, his name alone is worth mocking, mm. really. So up there with Gash. Like I think he says, yeah, it wasn't the deal. And like Sawboss is like, I don't care. I literally don't care about you, your children. This is all great for me. I get to kill Jace, and I get to kill your sorry ass just for the fun of it. Meanwhile, Herc, Jace radios Herc, and Herc stayed behind. He's working on his winch, his precious winch, for one winch to rule them all. Hey, fetch the winch, wench. <laughs> that's how a, that's so, how a New Zealander says wench. <laughs> winch for well, it's, it's a line Point. from uh, Never Ending Story, where you know yeah. where she's uh, where Atreus on the um, uh, uh, like with the the two little people where he's got Falcon. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I've seen that film now. <laughs> yes, we did an episode about it. No. Go and check that episode out if you like. Never-ending story. Anyway, Jace, they arrive at the cells where the dad is being held. Jace gets out of arm force and tells the rest of them to draw away the monster mines. Jace then proceeds to attack the two monster mines that are guarding Gar's cell with acrobatics. Yeah, he jumps, he jumps he, he on top of one and makes the other one shoot it. And then he stands in front yeah. of the cell door and the other one rams towards him and he jumps Rams into it. And yeah. Yeah. So he rescues Gar. The dad then com- immediately confesses out to Jace, just like, I, it's all my fault. I, I tricked them. I, I, I tricked you. I, I set this all up. I'm such a shit. I'm so shit. And Jace is like, what? <laughs> like, get off me. Uh, uh, just, uh. <laughs> and I thought my dad pathetic. was pathetic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least I'd rather dad have cares no enough dad. about his kids yeah. to form an alliance with an evil dictator for them. And so, and then comes the Sawboss saying, Sawboss going, they'll head to the control center. It's the only way to knock out the security. <laughs> let them get there and we can corner them there. And then the dad it cuts back to Jason, everyone. And the dad's like, let's get to the control center. And Jace goes, no, Sawboss will be expecting that. I've got another plan. And then I wrote in plan A, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> So the the Lightning League rolls out into a corridor and monster mines come up behind them shooting lasers, at which point Un goes, monster mines are coming. I'm like, no fucking shit. There's lasers being fired everywhere. What? Fucking Un stating the fucking obvious all the time. Herc still not fixed the wench. The winch. <laughs> <laughs> or That's his another wench. issue. Yeah. <laughs> Jay says that they're going to just drive out into the solar winds of the hurricane. Uh, Herc goes, he's crazy. And Gillian goes, no, he's smart. <laughs> like, he can be cadence, both. <laughs> the cadence of the delivery of that line is brilliant because it's like, he's crazy. No, he's smart. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It feels like they've had to break this is like, song. Number. This is like the one time where Monster Minds haven't followed, followed the Lightning League over an edge of a precipice yeah. into something because they just drive off the back of the station into the, wind, the yeah. winds of space. Yeah, because Jace goes, 
to Herc, like, we're going to drive in there and you're going to fly down in the ship and scoop us up. Herc's like, okay, he immediately forgets about the wench, though. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, no, that's that's a great idea. I don't idea. worry that, about that, the fucking winch now. That made, that, that's more his jam. That makes complete sense. That's a better plan. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I noted here, yes, this will work fine because, as we all know, hurricane winds are perfectly predictable. Yeah, you yeah. just need well, a 68 to a 70 degree angle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is what they're saying. Like, we're coming in at a 68 degree angle. Yep. The Monster Mind General is reporting to Sawboss that the... So he says, the Lightning League are in... The, as they're driving towards the cliff, he goes, the Lightning League are in this building, like, meaning the Technodrome. And Sawboss is, like, super pissed and like, everybody go and kill them now. And then it comes to the Lightning League and they're just outside. Yeah. They were nowhere near the Technodrome. Like, this 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 Monster Mind General is lying to Sawboss <laughs> just to get him riled up. It's really funny when he's mad. Watch this, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that, that his generals are fucking with him on occasion. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, the, then the Lightning League just launched themselves in their vehicles into the winds and the Monster Minds all think the Lightning League are dead because they jumped in the hurricane and saw bosses like, no, he's smart. He's trying to escape. He knows we need a 68 degree yep. angle. <laughs> and then uh, Herc, Herc does scoop them up from the 68 degree angle and catches them all in the pride. Like, this would have been a tumbling fucking landing. Like, I'm surprised no one broke any bones. You feel the G. Because they just go, bum, 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 like, flying into the into the pride. Do you know what? This would have been a really good time to use the ring for something. Mm. I mean, there was a lot of really good times to use the ring for something. <laughs> Like to shut that boy up. <laughs> just like, like, like magic, magic might in his <laughs> mouth. <laughs> just shove your fist into his mouth. <laughs> like you what, mate? You like fucking if, if what? Jason just punched him in the mouth whilst yelling, "Ring of Light, Magic uh, Might." Like, doesn't you, actually use the ring. Uh, you know, like in like gangster films and stuff, where they put the the gun in someone's mouth and they're like, "Fucking what?" Like threatening them. <laughs> just Jace puts his fist in the kid's mouth. He's like, "Fucking say it again." It is, it is a bit cringy at the end, though, isn't it? Because basically, Gar admits that he's been lying to his kid yeah. the whole time and that he's not some super cool scientist and stuff. And, he's, and his kid, Octo, gets snotty about that even. And they have, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're like, oh, he, it took courage. I think Gideon takes some signs like, it takes courage to admit when, you, when you're wrong. Like, you should respect your father. It takes courage to admit that you've made a deal with the, uh, the galaxy's yeah. time. Give him another chance. So, like- <laughs> yeah. And it ends out with Gar saying, I've I was never very good at science with vines anyway. I'm going to work on leaves instead. <laughs> like Flora's like, what? yeah, yeah, there's loads of work to be done in leaves. <laughs> like, okay, Flora. That's really underfunded research. Flora subscribes to Leaf Times magazine. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe what like this is ju- he's gonna dr- grow weed. Huh. Yeah, maybe that's what he meant. Yeah. <laughs> it's lucrative business. I'm gonna work on scarecrow. Yeah, pressed by saw boss. <laughs> Are you looking for an escape? <laughs> try Gar so try Gar know, super skunk what I want to know and this is it's not really important but who approached who to make this deal it was like Sawboss scouting out vulnerable people isn't that his job I think, that's what dictators do yeah I mean I think I, like well given that he worked with Audric Gar he he probably was on Sawboss's radar for some of uh, some degree but then Sawboss learned how shit of a scientist yeah. he was mm, so yeah I can't use him for maybe he science, maybe but... he actually approached Gar to ki- kidnap him uh, like he went to kidnap Gar and it was like oh he oh shit. Like, oh hey buddy, shit how about and Gar's I... like no no wait wait yeah. please take me please take me or make me look cool <laughs> my my oldest son doesn't respect me <laughs> but if I was a prisoner of war he'd think I was great. <laughs> 
Oh. It was a poor episode to tap off the five, yeah. but, but the other four I really liked. I, I enjoyed this set. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought, I thought, I thought, my, I think my favorite is probably Armada. Mm. Yeah. I think Armada was the strongest, like interesting stuff with the, the crazy vines. Yeah. And I like, and Galaxy GameStar, I think, had a lot. My biggest thing with Galaxy GameStar, I think, they had a lot more potential mm. and they wasted it on squash. Space squash. <laughs> like, yeah. something the kids Space. could relate to. But yeah, like a good variety, right? Good weird animation yeah. and music, yeah. like less canyon use mm-hmm. than we're used to. Very little ring use. Yep. For the last 10 or 15 episodes, mm-hmm. actually, it seems like it's been very... Yeah, we've only had like... It's been it's become very, very sporadic. Yeah. I'm expecting a lot of big ring usage in like the I last know, five episodes. left, mate. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we've got two more shows of Jason the Wheel Warriors and then we will be done with this which is going to feel very strange Naomi's blood pressure is going to like go back into the normal range though. <laughs> <laughs> so good for your health sleep again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to watch Visionaries oh, and it'll spike right the way back oh no but I love Visionaries, yeah, Visionaries like, there's, a lot, there's a lot to talk about Visionaries but I have a genuine love yeah. for it so yeah. it's, going be, it's going to be different um, and then post Visionaries there is going to be Dragons. some Dungeons and Dragons, and we're gonna try and I'm going to try and intersperse some more retro anime stuff in there as well uh some more uh, like 80s 90s anime movie for like basically looking at uh, anime feature length films from kind of like uh, or like ovas nothing too long form um so obviously we did akira the other week and i think next on the slate for the anime ones that we're going to do is going to be um royal space force wings of Honomise which is a fucking corker of a classic gainax just before they did uh eva uh, Evangelion, a real, real sleeper of a great anime film. So, got that to look forward to yeah. as well. And we, should, uh, we should be doing another face-off episode soon. Yes. Oh. What was the? Oh, what, oh, yes. That was a, a bit of a different take on a face-off kind of thing that we were, we were talking about doing is comparing the original Power Rangers film to the new Power Rangers reboot. Yeah, I don't remember the original. Film I, ha- that you've, much. I did actually quite like. You've the seen one. the new. I've not seen the new I one. actually thought it was I, quite good. I love the original. I have really fond memories of the original. The original's yeah, great. Definitely. Because isn't that the one where Tommy becomes the White Ranger? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd have to go back because I remember it loosely, but not mm. in detail, but yeah. Yeah, I remember it having a rockin' soundtrack. <laughs> a rockin' soundtrack. That's, that's how you would describe the Power Rangers soundtrack. <laughs> but anyway, until next week, lightning strikes. Lightning strikes. Respect your parents. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, I'm busting for a piss. I'm going to have to go really quickly.